Hey everybody, welcome back to the Boomer Real Estate Podcast. Now you hear a lot of millennials griping about how difficult it is to buy a home right now. Yeah. But what they don't realize is that real estate's all about finding the right time to buy, which in my instance was 30 years ago. People always ask me, Bill, how'd you time the market so perfectly? And for me, I knew the exact time to buy was when I turned 27, just got married in 1990. I was working at the GM plant at the time, put down 18K on a 90K property, and that is now worth 600K. You know, and so instead of buying avocado toast, I went ahead and looked at the landscape and then was purposely born 30 years prior to that into a generation that had a much better wealth creation engine. It's about timing your birth as much as it is about timing the market. You might have also noticed the price of college degrees going up at a time when more employers are requiring those college degrees, which is precisely the reason I chose to not be born in that era and carry that debt. But you'll notice a lot of millennials are too lazy to do that and they just end up being born when they're born. That's a huge mistake. Yep. And look, you need to have the discipline to make sure that your generation encourages government policy to drive the prices up to increase your wealth while suppressing the wealth of the next generation. That's another thing I use my market timing abilities to avoid being on the receiving end of. But hey, what do I know? I'm just a guy that made 500k on a single real estate deal. Haven't done it again since. One and done. Retiring with the perfect record. Yeah, that's the way to do it. I as well am batting a thousand with the one primary residence I purchased. Lastly, I will say in your golden years, a reverse mortgage is a great way to suck that equity back out of the home, live lavishly in your final years, and ensure none of that wealth does get inherited by the next generation. No handouts over here, assuming that you follow our market timing steps. The boys, the boys cast, the lads, the boys cast, the dudes, We are here at the Boys Cast with a very special guest. Jimmy Dore is in the studio. And actually, one thing that uh, I thought it was funny to mention was I actually had this idea for a sketch that I kind of always went back to and I was going to do it and then I didn't. And then you basically tweeted kind of what I was going to do, which is everything I don't agree with is right wing now. Yeah. <laughs> something like that. And then basically you you were tweeting that and I think it went viral or like did really well. And I was just like, all right, that's, I just like took it off my list. You know what? Actually, there's a, a young lady who works for us called uh, Misha Paulin and she did a video that exact thing so i was just kind of copying her video she did a very funny video about everything i hate is right wing <laughs> yeah. and she like gets a paper cut and she goes oh racist you know stuff like that <laughs> yeah yeah and so it's really she's really funny so i think that's where i got it from so uh well you know i mean your sketches are always very funny so it's thank you yeah you. good to see you don't want to repeat that's no, right. you can't. Once it's the point's been made, then like two, you're like a week later, it doesn't need to be made anymore. <laughs> there's, I mean, I feel like there's so much stuff that to ask you about that you probably are the that you have a super you know high level of knowledge on. But the first one, just what's going on right now, I feel like you know better. What's happening in Maui? It was like because I feel like it started being there's like some conspiracy stuff that there's more kids missing and then. There's also sort of a version of, you know, people saying it's climate change, then people saying it's not. What's actually going on? Well, what's actually going on is UFOs 
<laughs> have uh, infiltrated Maui's. Yeah. And they're using blue lasers. No, I don't know. <laughs> have you seen that stuff that people say that the house is painted blue? Have you heard that? I saw that, yeah, with the, um, the umbrellas, that yeah. there were something like these blue umbrellas that were saved or whatever because of... They're saying that it's uh, the laser is calibrated to, to not... Uh, burn stuff that is blue. <laughs> now, I'm sure you could calibrate it to do that. Um, but what I think happened was it's not climate change. I don't, I don't think it was uh, some kind of energy weapon. What I do think is that uh, was there, uh, I think there was an electric power line that went down. And then for whatever reason, their uh, state-of-the-art emergency system, they didn't decide to turn them on. And then the guy even defended it. Well, we weren't, didn't want to do that because that's for tsunamis. And it's just like, so they're lying. And then you find out that they also didn't give water to yeah. the firemen because that's what my big question was. How come I don't see any pictures of, of firemen being heroic? And the reason is it's because they cut off their freaking water. Yeah, you think to see fires like that close to the water, like to the ocean, right? Yeah. And so uh, there's a lot of, and, and then you find that reports that the cops were turning people back into the fire. They wouldn't let them. Stop. Yes. Eyewitness accounts of the cop trying to get out and the cops stopping them, blocking them. Uh, I saw a video, which I just showed on my show on Monday, people driving through the smoke and they got through, there was the dark smoke and then it got white smoke and they go, oh, it's getting better because it's white smoke. That means it's fire. And then they saw blue sky. And as soon as they did, cops stopped them, turned them around to go tell them to go the other way. So there's a lot of things, and plus, if you know anything about Maui and then the government, it's super corrupt, which is why that guy's the police chief. That guy who's the police chief in Maui. Is he like boys with them? He was the guy who was the police chief at the Las Vegas. Uh, the Las Vegas shooting, right? Yeah. yeah. And so, and then all of a sudden, he got the most cush job in the world. Which that is, is a pretty <laughs> solid job. Isn't that wild? He, that, that just seems, that's, that doesn't seem suspicious at all. And so, what I think it was an electrical fire, and then they did, and it was, and then uh, if they were that incompetent, because so a lot of people are saying, well, they did it on purpose, like they didn't put the siren on on purpose, which they didn't. That yeah. was on purpose. You think it's they, mostly incompetence. They, more, yeah. they cut the water off on purpose. So if it is incompetence, Kurt says on my show, he goes, that's worse than if they did this on purpose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they can be that incompetent. That's that stunning. So I think it was a little of two things. I think it was uh, incompetence. And I think there was some nefarious stuff going on, too. What's the well? Why that are guy's a criminal? I'll tell you what. The guy who's the police chief of Maui is a criminal. Every time I look at him, every one of my censors uh, goes off, and my my gut is that guy is a criminal. And all you have to do is look, and you don't have to look very close to find out what that guy's a criminal. So does, I, yeah, he does have sort of a Weasley persona. He's a criminal. <laughs> <laughs> do you think he's just like what? What does criminal mean? Like he's getting uh, you know payola, like all that sort of stuff. Uh, I think. Um, whatever you can think of, he's probably involved yeah. in. Yeah, I mean, one of the stories was essentially that, that like in Hialeah or whatever, that uh, real estate is is super um, desirable. And that the people who are living there, they're essentially like, they can't come back because they're going to redevelop it. And the people who are living there are not going to be able to afford to now live there, essentially. So that's people were saying, like, that was kind of, there was some, you know, backroom stuff to essentially just yeah, and let it burn so that they could just get rid of the people they've been trying to get rid of for a long time. Right, and you can't, and that was, you know, you you couldn't like build there. Uh, from what's just my understanding was because that's like uh, 
not sacred, but uh, it, it was like protected land. Yeah. Right. And yeah. Uh, and so this would be the only the only way you. Could. Yeah, this is the only way. Isn't that is. wild? The only way you could get it. And then the cops were unbelievably incompetent. They cut off the water to the fire department. They didn't turn on their sirens. It's all just a coinkadink. Right. Do you, so you think if it was the incompetence thing more with these kind of things, basically what happens is it's probably like it worked out. Maybe it's like, let's not stop it. But uh, we were like orchestrating fires. So I have an eyewitness I'm going to be interviewing on my show uh, when I get back, which won't be for maybe a week or so. Um uh, who says that they saw a suspicious guy lighting fires? So if that's true, I don't know. But there's an eyewitness. I Feds. I don't, if I, there's an eyewitness that said they saw a suspicious character lighting fire. So I'm going to. I don't know. I'm going to interview that person. I've been connected with that person through a mutual. See what uh, they say. And see what they say. Now yeah. uh, there was another eyewitness account that said they saw the cops stopping traffic. There was another eyewitness account that said the cops actually turn, told them to turn around and go back into the fire. Eyewitness accounts of. They uh, guys getting their hose and the firemen showing up and they go we don't have any water so this is all real this none of this I'm not making up any of this stuff this is all real and they don't want you to ask again what they want to do is they want to highlight people saying stuff like uh, uh, you, you know a laser weapon or some kind of they want to do that because oh look how yeah they want to discredit you they want to discredit kookiest take possible anybody who's asking questions is a crazy and they're so that like this uh, hey those people who are calling other people crazy don't they just just don't want you asking questions because it might hurt Joe Biden's reelection campaign. Sure. And that's what this is all about. So they want to make anybody who's asking questions is a crazy conspiracy th- nut. But the people who are saying those people are crazy conspiracy nuts are the biggest conspiracy nuts in the world. There's no crazier conspiracy in my lifetime than Russiagate. Russiagate was a hoax from start to finish that was perpetrated by the DNC, the Clinton campaign, and the FBI and the CIA, and Barack Obama knew it was a hoax. They all knew. The head of the FBI knew. And how do I know that? Because there's open testimony in court that said they knew that. The head of the FBI said he briefed Barack Obama. The head of the FBI said he knew that this was a hoax. That's how I know that. But never gets reported in the media because the media reported Russiagate as fact for seven straight years. The Durham report comes out. Nobody reads it. Nobody even knows what the Durham report is. Again, because it doesn't get reported on corporate television because the establishment doesn't want you to know that Russiagate was all made up because if you knew Russiagate was all made up then you wouldn't want to be for the Ukraine war because the Ukraine war is all based on Russiagate which is why I was against Russiagate from the moment it started and I told everybody at the Young Turks, Jank Uger and every other dumbass over there to stop repeating FBI CIA talking points because you have Trump demagement syndrome because what this is going to do is lead to censorship and a war and that's exactly what it's led to and none of those people are apologetic. They don't care that hundreds of thousands of people are being slaughtered in Ukraine and used as cannon fodder in an economic war from NATO and the West against uh, Russia and China. And we are crushing. We did the, you know, don't you feel like an asshole if you got an electric car, got rid of your gas stove, and then they do they blow up the Nord Stream pipeline? Those same people telling you to get an electric car and get rid of your gas stove are the people who blew up the Nord Stream pipeline, the biggest ecological disaster in history. And they did it on purpose because what the NATO and the West has always feared was Germany and Russia 
it coming together. They feared Russia's manpower and Russia's uh, natural resources coming together with Germany's capital and their engineering. And that's why we blew up the Nord Stream pipeline. And that's why we're tanking. We're doing it to, to Europe. And, they, and I don't understand why Europe puts up with it, but it's just maybe if you look at a map of where all the NATO bases are, that'll tell you why U.S. is the hegemon. But we're losing that right now because what Joe Biden and the neocons are doing right now is way worse than anything that Trump ever did. And they're doing exactly what they said Trump was going to do. He's alienating our friends. He's creating, uh, meaning Joe Biden and his neocon administration, is, is they're creating now economic alliances to thwart the United States. Uh, right? We have BRICS, right, which is Russia, China, South Africa, India, uh, Brazil, and, and places in Africa are coming together, and they're going to oppose us now economically. Guess what? Saudi Arabia started selling oil in other denominations besides the U.S. dollar. That is catastrophic for the United States economy. All this stuff they're doing, and they said Donald Trump was going to be the impetus to do this and wreck our economy and get the world to turn against us. It's exactly the opposite. Donald Trump was the one who wanted to take our troops out of the Middle East, which is why they Russiagated him in the first place, and because he, he said there was a deep state, and he ran on stopping our Middle East wars. He wouldn't bomb uh, Syria. He wouldn't bomb Ukraine. He wouldn't send arms and stuff to Ukraine. That's why they impeached him. So that's what this is all about. This is a military-industrial complex. In Col the same people own the military-industrial complex, own Joe Biden, own your corporate media, which is why the American people are the most propagandized people in the world, and they have no idea. The difference between the United States be a citizen being propagandized and someone in the former Soviet Union yeah, or, like China or someone or in China is they know they're being propagandized. People oh, right. in America literally think Sean Hannity and Rachel Maddow and Anderson Cooper are telling them the truth. Anderson Cooper gets $12 million a year. $10 million of that comes from Big Pharma. You think that guy ever told you the truth about anything? He's a former CIA man, Anderson Cooper. But literally, people think when they turn to open Anderson the New Cooper York Times. Anderson Cooper the CIA? He, yes, he was. What did he do? So they, I don't know what he did. He's the CIA. <laughs> yeah. But Cherkov Patrol. <laughs> yeah. So uh, probably uh, Operation Mockingbird. I don't know something like yeah. that. Yeah. It's I mean, not over, by the way. Operation. Mo so the, the 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 news media they used to have to infiltrate with CIA people. Now they take they bring the head of the CIA right on their news show and ask him questions like he's a reliable source. Sure. What you're supposed to do <laughs> yeah, is bring yeah. someone on to tell you what lies the CIA guy just told. But that's not what they do anymore. They bring the CIA guy. Like, like he's on a press Because tour. of Trump. Yeah. Because of Trump. And th these are all good people and Trump's the bad person. And so they have to make Trump out to be a 30-foot tall Hitler in order for you to vote for a guy who's an enemy of the people who, who promised to veto health care in the middle of a pandemic and just crushed a workers union and the railroad strike that's real fascism and that's what the democrats are all pushing got at every asshole in hollywood is for it they don't think for themselves and they shame you if you try to think for yourself you saw that bit i had about people don't do your own research yeah, you know yeah. before covid doing your own research just meant reading and that's how <laughs> fucking stupid asshole comedians are in hollywood that they're literally shaming people for trying to get informed you're supposed to do the other thing you're supposed to shame people for not getting informed and following fucking rules without questioning that's the opposite of comedy and Every asshole who has a fucking podcast or a goddamn comedy special that I saw in the last three years said that shit, told people to not look into it, trust big pharma, and trust government. It's the exact opposite of being a comedian. And if you're doing that, you're not a comedian. You're a fucking propagandist. Yeah, well said. That is uh, cooking, Jimmy. Cooking.
I mean, it is very... Uh, do you see those fucking comedy specials? Do you see those fucking assholes? <laughs> There's some good stuff out there too. But yeah, do you see those yeah. assholes? I mean, they're they're in that system, and they know that there's the allowable things that you can say to remain there, or you start saying certain things, and they go, "Okay, you're in this." basket and you're like you know you can't be involved with us anymore and people are just it's like cushy you yeah, know yeah, people are cowards yeah they're cowards, are and, they're, cowards. and they're comfortable and that's a betrayal of fucking comedy and I'm, those aren't real same comedians. with journalism too those are cocksuckers like imagine if if cnn came out tomorrow and they go you know what we've we've been wrong for the last fucking <laughs> decade you know eggs on our face like we fucked that one up sorry everybody people are like all right well then gonna turn this shit off like why would we ever watch you they almost can't even admit to it like everybody knows it's everybody knows and you just well why would they ever admit to it because no one cares when the, they, it the, does come out anyway you know the people <laughs> who that's exactly right you're exactly right like we uh we we found out that they lied to us about 9-11 about saudi arabia's involvement and all they want to do is make the guy who's telling cnn that out to be some kind of a crazy it's happening yeah, right Vivek. now with Vivek. Yeah, Vivek, yeah. they're trying to push this thing like he's some kind of 9-11 truth so they're not angry they that, won't even address that they're not angry that that the, the government lied to them they're angry that someone told them <laughs> sure. that someone lied to and them why is Vivek that's what's called an adult child of an yeah. alcoholic and we're a fucking country <laughs> full of adult children of alcoholic we don't get upset at the guy who's beating us we get upset at the guy who told us that there's a guy beating us yeah, yeah. and that's what cnn is and that's our whole that's all fucking hollywood all my ex-friends co comedians they all got their heads up their ass on purpose and their go-along fucking suck-ups and that this exposed them so if this was 1940 we know who would have went along with the fucking nazis all those cocksuckers telling people not to do their own research on their comedy specials those motherfuckers would have went right along with the nazis because it would have been better for their career which is why they went along with it this time because it was better for their career yeah. and fuck those people no well, i feel like there's so many different uh questions i want to ask about that <laughs> and none of those people will ask me on their show none of those people will, all those people who talk shit about me on fucking social media not one of them has asked me on their show to try to interrogate me about all the shit i was right about on covid i was right about uh, where the fucking virus came from and they lied to you about it they said you were a white supremacist if you said the the virus came well, from we a are, lab yeah. but we and it did come from a fucking lab that was funded by dr fauci and he lied to congress twice about funding gain of function and of course he'll never be prosecuted because when you lie at the behest of the establishment there's nobody there to prosecute yeah, you because nobody everybody has to basically admit that they're wrong and they're just giant fuck-ups right they lied about where the virus came from they lied about funding the virus they lied about masks they lied about herd immunity they lied about natural immunity they lied that the vaccine would stop transmission and end the pandemic they lied that said it would stop you from getting it they they lied and lied and lied and now I'm, and I was right about all those things and no one will ever give me credit for it no one will ever they're say still, that they're they like were mad wrong that you said it. they're mad they got i got vaccine injured so i bought into it right so i bought into all the bullshit of i was scared to death i was because i have a bone condition right that almost killed me in 2006 and uh, so i was convinced that if i got covid i was going to die because that's what the propaganda said right so i went I, I was the first one in line to get the vaccine because i didn't want to die i got the vaccine i got vaccine injured uh I, I got I got lucky. There was a doctor who was doing a study on people who were vaccine injured, and he was trying to figure out how to treat them, come up with a protocol. And so he's a follower of mine. So he he contacted me and put me in the study. One of the first things he gave me was ivermectin. And I was like, hey, what are you doing? I don't want this horse poison. And he goes, and he explained to me, he goes, Jimmy, 
He goes, that's propaganda. He goes, because if ivermectin could treat COVID, they couldn't get their emergency use authorization for their vaccines. If there was any kind of treatment that actually treated COVID, they couldn't get it. So that's why they told you that ivermectin was horse poison and hydroxychloroquine was some kind of fish tank cleaner. Uh, these are two of the most prescribed drugs in the history of the world. And it's been prescribed billions of times, saved billions of lives. And that's how powerful big pharma propaganda is. It can get comedians to, to repeat big pharma and tell like Stephen Colbert and Jimmy Kimmel and all those other those assholes. Those guys are comedians? Uh, and yes. And all those guys uh, were calling it horse goo and you're an idiot. And it, Jimmy Kimmel even said that if, you, if you're taking horse goo, you shouldn't be given medical treatment if you're going to have a heart attack. You remember that? Yeah. 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 Of course. So, uh, and Noam Chomsky said the people who were unvaccinated were trying to kill us. So that's what, when, when the people who I were, took a turn, it feels that, like. <laughs> that guy's turn. really revealing himself, right? To be just as uh, big of a asshole, a guy who lacks character as the people he's critiqued all his life. I think a lot of be those guys love being like a the Hollywood guru sort of thing. You know what I mean? Like, like Sam Harris. Who doesn't sort of love being adored by tons of people? Like who, like, you know, to turn your back, like if someone, some big Hollywood guy is like, hey, you know what? This Russia stuff is like a ton of nonsense in the middle of it. People will be like, what? what? What are you talking about? Like, you know, you'd lose everybody. So people aren't upset that they were lied to by the establishment. What they were upset was what I told people that I got vaccine injured. People told me, stop saying that because it's going to make people, other people not get their vaccine. Well, that's exactly why I'm saying it. <laughs> we, I don't want other people to take this goddamn thing because it's not tested. We have no idea what's going to happen. And by the way, uh, it's killing people now, right? So now we know there's a thing called excess deaths. Of course, you don't know about it because it's not reported on the news. Excess deaths is they know how many people are supposed to die every week. They, so they take the numbers before COVID and now they're taking the numbers after and they're trying to see why are we having 20 to 30, 40% more deaths per week than we did before COVID. And it can't be from COVID because these are deaths that are not attributed to COVID. There and could be some and other parts. And though, it's right? happening in countries that have the biggest vaccine uptakes. Not happening in Africa because back Africa took ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine. And so they're not having these excess deaths, but we are having it in every country that took the vaccine. Isn't that amazing? And so uh, whether this will ever come out or not, I don't know because we live, medical research is completely corrupted. You can't do a randomized controlled trial without big money from big pharma or the government so that's how they did they rigged the ivermectin trials the same way there's plenty of studies that show ivermectin being uh, F, uh working for for uh, for covid and the people who are actually treating people on the front lines of treating them they say it is the most wonderful drug for covid that you could possibly have so do you know who does say it's bad guys like dr fauci who's getting paid by big pharma for the rest of his life and it's never treated a patient in his life isn't ivermectin like a penny of a dose yeah you too? can't make it's money like off it People go, money people, I let right? people go, well, the, 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 the manufacturer, Merck, they even say it doesn't treat COVID. You know why? Because Merck lost the patent. They don't no longer have a patent on ivermectin. So they can't make any fucking money off it, you stupid propagandized idiot. <laughs> why don't you go back to the improv? <laughs> Do you, have you heard... Uh, I guess it started popping up recently. I mean, I walk into a comedy club. It's full of fucking assholes. It's full of fucking morons <laughs> who don't comments. know the first thing about goddamn comedy. In New York, maybe it's different. In yeah. Los Angeles, it's not good. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, because they're trying to be in the more, I feel like, the Hollywood. They're trying oh, to be yeah. more in Hollywood here. Yeah. Those comics here, like, or I feel like. Yeah, I guess maybe. They want different. you to stop reading. They want you to follow with I did follow that a rules. long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, TikTok follow rules. Don't fucking push back against authority. And by all means, make sure you vote for Joe Biden because he's your friend. Yeah. Joe Biden just crushed a railroad strike, which would have set the tone for workers from coast to coast for a generation. Why do you do that? So what he did that because he's a corrupt and he works for oligarchs that's why because joe biden doesn't work for you that's why he can send a hundred billion dollars to ukraine and send five bucks to maui he sent seven hundred dollars right that's what they got they got the 700 apiece yeah i guess whatever they got just like what's enough and at the same time they weren't going to give that money to the people even that 700 bucks to the people 700 bucks they're pissing right in your fucking mouth and people are taking it they're taking we gotta we gotta rely on volunteers to help people in the richest island in the richest country in the world we have to rely on volunteers. Meanwhile, we're sending $100 billion, at the same time, $124 billion to the most corrupt country in Ukraine without any oversight where that money's going. And I'll tell you where that money's going. It's going into the pockets of Zelensky and all his cronies, and it's going to weapons that are being oh, sent to Africa and everywhere else in the world because we have no controls over where that shit's going, and they don't care. What yeah. they care about is getting that money out the door, and that's why $124 billion can go out like that. If they wanted to give us community college, which would cost like eight to twelve billion dollars a year they you'd have to talk about that for at least a decade or two and you'd have to have town halls and op-eds written and anderson cooper would have to roll up his sleeves and interview regular people is this really money necessary but for 124 billion dollars of the most corrupt country in the world, that's how you know it's 100 percent corruption and it went right out for you know they say we could end homelessness for 20 billion dollars so for a hundred billion dollars we could have ended homelessness started it again then said we were just kidding <laughs> and fucking ended it again and we're just taking it and so what we really need is a revolution bernie used to say that in 2015 and 2016 and he's never said it again because bernie is also a fraud bernie sanders was a fraud who's sheep docking progressive revolutionary energy back into a pro-war anti-worker pro-wall street party that's what the democrats are son of a bitch that's what the republicans are yeah Going to take a second here to tell you about Next Evo Naturals. Now listen, whether you need to de-stress, keep your sleep schedule on track this summer, CBD can help. And that's the big thing that I use the Next Evo Naturals for. I crank yeah. them late at night. Yeah, my girl loves them. Yeah, I've been sort of, I've been pretty on Next Evo Naturals. I would say at least two, three times a week, depending on the situation, because my sleep schedule is all over the place. And you know that also I'm a stressed out man. Yeah, stressed out man. You can be, man. You're on those flights and stuff, man. It's all over it's the tough, place. Tough life. But don't just settle for any CBD product. A recent study showed that the most CBD labels are way off. That is the big kind of pitch for uh, Next Evo Naturals is they actually are giving you the amount of CBD that says. Yep. There's a lot of lot going on a lot in that industry. A lot of chicanery. Industry. There is sort of a lot of chicanery in that industry. So. Uh, tomfoolery. Some products only offer 60% of what they claim. Melatonin products can also be very inaccurate. So Next Evo Naturals CBD delivers exactly what's on the label. Their products are tested before, during, and after their made so you know exactly what you're getting and what you paid for so they can help you pr- improve your mood your sleep uh, they have gummies capsules all sorts of stuff so recent lab study has definitely found that of the top cbd brands this ain't the nobodies 
as little as 60% of what the labels claim can be in that jar. So you want to make sure you're getting what you're paid for. Next Evo Naturals, they do their research, demonstrated by four clinical trials. No other CBD brand comes close. Next Evo Naturals got you covered for better sleep and wellness this summer. They have stress CBD complex gummies, which are clinically proven to reduce stress up to 70%. No prescription needed. Triple action CBD sleep calms your mind with fast absorbing CBD, then both fast acting and controlled release melatonin to help you sleep, stay asleep, and wake up refreshed. So leave summer behind this summer and upgrade your CBD. Go to nextevo.com slash boyscast to get 25% off. Plus, you get a free bottle of premium pure CBD, which is a $50 value and limit one per customer. That is nextevo, N-E-X-T-E-V-O dot com slash boyscast. And we're trying to get people's bodies running right here, which is why I got to tell you about AG1. Yeah. Listen, you got to stay healthy. There's a million different multivitamins out there. This is the one that is everything you need. The first thing you do every morning, first thing I do every single morning, before I work out, before you run, before you do your day, before you eat. Yes, it's, it's while I'm making the coffee. While you're making the coffee, you pop that in there. Boom, bang, bing. It's got a nice tropical taste. The mission is to empower people to take ownership of their health with a simple, daily, foundational nutrition habit. And AG1 has mastered the format where you will actually do it. I gave AG1 a try because, you know, you're tired of taking supplements. You want a solution that supports your entire body, covers your nutritional basis every day. Better gut health, which yeah. is something we talk about this episode, but that's definitely something that I want. You want a boost in energy, immune system support. Maybe you just hate taking pills and vitamins. In my case, it's not so much hate as I've... It's a hard thing to get it's into your It's just hard to get that you habit got, going. It's hard to get the habit Very going. difficult. And you want a supplement that actually tastes great. AG1's a foundational nutrition supplement that delivers comprehensive nutrients to support whole body health, science-driven formulation of vitamins, probiotics, whole foods, source nutrients. Now listen, why take a bunch of things when you can just mix one scoop of powder and water once a day? AG1 was designed with ease in mind so you can live healthier and happier without having to complicate your routine. If you want to take ownership of your health, try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash boyscast. That is drinkag1.com slash boyscast and check it out. Okay, so if you were to say, to go back to the original thing of like, okay, if they're wrecking the country, spending all the, but why? Because in it, it, it's called looting. Yeah. <laughs> the people running right. the country are looting the country. Why did Big Pharma want to do... Uh, 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 mandates for vaccines that are untested because they made a couple of hundred billion dollars. That's why. You know how much money a hundred billion dollars is? All the, the recording industry in America, every piece of music that gets recorded and released... $12 billion a year. Yeah. That's it. I'm like, you could buy like the NFL, the NBA, Tw- Major League Baseball, like all of them. That's it. $12 billion. That's all the recorded music in America all year. Imagine we could have created... Uh, I don't know, five, six, seven recording industries for $100 billion that we said. People have no, they can't wrap their minds around how hard they're being screwed or what that money could have done for the United States. And this is how all empires end, Brian. They, uh, we overextend militarily and we don't take care. Of, they won't even fix the bridges people live under, for fuck's sake. So, and our, like con- I mean, our country's becoming Brazil if it isn't already. And if it wasn't for a couple of big cities, we would be Brazil. Yeah. 
It does. Uh, okay, so how do you reconcile? We are paying. Like, we are paying the salaries and the social security for government workers in Ukraine right now. And people in America are senior citizens. They can't afford their medicine. This is how empires end, and nobody gives a fuck because they're distracted by Donald Trump bad. Donald Trump is a Nazi. Donald Trump's a white supremacist. Donald Trump's a neo-fascist. You guys have been tricked by the media. Donald Trump is a fucking game show host who never wanted to be president in the first place. And But what happened was the Democrats and Republicans were so repulsive to the average voter that they were willing to take a chance on a game show host charlatan. And they're willing to do it again, which is why they're criminalizing him. So they, exactly what they said Donald Trump was doing, and that's why they called him a dictator and a fascist, was because he wants to criminalize his political opponents when he said, lock her up, Hillary Clinton, right? That's what they used against him to say he was a fascist, because that's only fascists do. They've been trying to criminalize Donald Trump since he won the presidency. They impeached him twice. They did Russiagate. It was all folk. And now he has four I mean, indictments. He's turning himself in tomorrow, right? One, one, yeah. In one, and in every, in every indictment they These do. These do seem pretty creative when you look at the Trump stuff. So you're not supposed to do this. So we've turned ourselves into... So the, the exact thing they accused Trump of doing, they're actually doing and they couldn't be fucking prouder of it because the corporate media tells the American people that we're actually fighting crime and Donald Trump's a criminal. There is no bigger criminal in the country in ever than Joe Biden. Joe Biden's a mass murdering enemy of the people. Every bad thing that's ever happened to workers, he's had a fucking hand in it. And you know why our prisons are full of black and brown people and the United States is the world's biggest penal colony? We fucking imprison more people than China. Raw numbers! Yeah. And why? Because of him. Because of Joe Biden and his crime bill, which he bragged about. He said, we, de we hang you for everything except jaywalking. And he talked about, he bragged about how you got put in jail for crack, except his kid. Of course. When his kid is on crack, everybody has to have compassion for Hunter Biden and Joe Biden. Well, I do have compassion for drug addicts. What I don't have compassion for is motherfuckers like Joe Biden and Hunter Biden who do whatever they want and imprison other people for doing the exact thing they're doing. Where's Joe Biden lobbying to get people out of prison who are addicted? just like his kid no he's not doing that that's because he's a fucking criminal and a maniac and a megalomaniac and he's a complete puppet of corporations which is why he's the president do you think barack obama would have became president if he was actually a radical black man if he was actually going to do something for black people the reason why barack obama became president was because he was going to do even worse shit than they could do with dick cheney and john mccain that's why what did he do he took us from two wars to seven he dropped more bombs than george bush the guy who got the nobel peace prize dropped more but he deported twice as many hispanics as donald trump did he built those cages that those fucking kids were put in who did that Barack fucking Obama he presided over a drone program that killed 90% innocent women grandmas and children Barack Obama did that if you walk into a mall and you mow down fucking 20 people that you're the worst criminal ever but if you do it with the drone bomb you called the greatest president of my lifetime yeah. Barack Obama came out of retirement twice once to squash uh, the, uh, the, the strike from the NBA to squash that to get him to stop and the other time was to make sure Bernie Sanders dropped out of the race those are the two big things 
things. <laughs> That's yeah, that, true. So yeah. this guy could not be a bigger. And and by the way, he's he's telling me that I I, I got to do change my life about climate change. You know, he's got a, a mansion in Maui. Uh, uh, Barack Obama he had to build a seawall, which is illegal because it destroys the rest of the seawall and the rest of the beaches. Mm. He got a cutout for that for the next fifty years that he could have this seawall. He also has a, a what forty eight acre thing on uh, uh, Martha's Vineyard. He's got a, a house in uh, Chicago. He's got all these mansions and he's flying to them on, on Richard Branson's private jet. But it, which which elimin- by the way one private jet plane eliminates more carbon than your car does for your whole lifetime. So these motherfuckers are doing all this and they're telling. So th- we live in completely corrupted times, hundred percent. Our government they, people think our government is regular corrupted. Like oh Donald Trump got his kids set up with some Saudi Arabian billionaire or Joe Biden got his kids set up on a no-show job on an energy board in Ukraine for a couple of million dollars that they did that that's regular corruption what I'm talking about is nothing happens in this country unless it's corrupt that's why we can't take care of the homeless people and we can send 124 billion dollars to the military industrial complex we won't give people health care we won't give people education people are starving people are having their medications because they can't fucking afford them senior citizens and this and so and people are angry at Donald Trump Donald Trump did not do this to you and January 6th they it's so amazing how the media gets people distracted with January 6th January 6th was a bunch of yahoos who were pissed off at an election just like the rest of the country was about the 2016 election they were all pissed off and they said it was stolen by Russia do you know that the uh, uh, super 67 percent of Democratic voters think that Russia literally flipped votes in 2016 yeah but you are not allowed to say that about 2020. Those people thought the same thing, but somehow they're criminals. But the people who said it about Donald Trump's election in 2016, they're just good people trying to fight Russia. Yeah. So January 6th was was uh, a psyop by the FBI. Half those people got pushed into the Capitol. They they're a bunch of gun nuts, right? So they're a bunch of gun nuts who showed up at the Capitol to overthrow the government. But son of a bitch, they forgot their guns. <laughs> Isn't that the that was the most thing? ridiculous thing where people actually talk about that like they were trying like. It was a proper insurrection like they were like the government was at risk that day if the government was at risk they would have had fucking uh, uh cops there i mean to they stop have the them. most powerful military in the world you're trying to tell me like we're not going to see any sort cops, of cops got there from pennsylvania faster than cops than, than the national guard yeah. okay so this was a setup that's what's called a setup and that's what they did this so they could criminalize not only donald trump but they could criminalize donald trump's political movement which is what they did which is what that red remember the red color speech that joe Biden gave yeah. where he was all in red and he said, centuries and he like, said that the, the MAGA was an enemy of the democracy and so that's called poli- called criminalizing and demonizing your political opponents and that's like they're pretty good at it and they're great at it and they go along with it and and they, and they get ass wipes in the Green Party to go along with it too so it just totally fucking takes them out of the picture the Green Party went along with fucking Russiagate as they were Russiagating the Green Party and why is that because the, the Green Party is infiltrated yeah. It does. Okay. So, if, if when you talk about, for example, like homeless people, people, how to solve that? People don't have their meds. Like, what is the, because you're like a left wing guy, what would be the, because if you look at a lot of, how do you reconcile the point where if you look at a lot of the cities where you go, they got the most voted left, like a lot of times they have the most homeless people. And the, so, 
the, I guess the when you look at the things you're saying, the problem is kind of with healthcare. You're just like, it would probably be good, but you're like, this is so corrupt. They'd probably make a mess of it. So what do you think should happen? Basically, you know, what I'm, just does that well, make we have sense? Medic- what I'm asking, we have Medicare. What, what the first thing I would do is institute uh, universal healthcare, Medicare for all, like the rest of the Western world. And uh, you know, we have private uh, healthcare run by private corporations in America, and it's great. We pay twice as much as the rest of the world, and we have worse outcomes. And if you yeah, get really, we're both Canadians, so and if you get really sick, well you go bankrupt. Well, people say, well, I have to wait in Canada. I had to get a knee operation. I had to, I have to wait two months. I had to wait six weeks just to get a consultation for a gallbladder surgery. Just for a consultation, I had to wait six weeks for a consultation. I have Blue Cross. And so anybody who's telling you that you don't have to wait in America for health care is a- obviously haven't used health care. Yeah. And so what, that's the first thing or I, I guess would do. if you can pay enough. Yeah, I guess if you want to pay right. cash. So like, that's what I had to do. Yeah. So I was like, I was afraid I was going to have another gallbladder attack because I had two of them. And I thought I, I literally had made peace. I thought I was dying. I thought I was dying. If you've ever had one, I was like, okay, this is, this is how it's going to end. And uh, so when they told me, okay, we're going to get you in in six weeks for a consultation, I was like, hey, I guess we're going to have to take out a loan and go get a fucking another surgeon. So how I did, much does that cost? So hundred grand or something? I, so what I did, um, uh, my my they they paid my insurance paid some, and then the hospital I didn't pay the bill. Uh, so I was like, hey, I, I don't have any money to pay it. And they're like, can you pay half? And I was like, no. And they're like, okay. <laughs> and that's that. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's, I always have this argument with people because everybody always says it's like it's so bad in Canada. And I've never really had to use uh, any sort of healthcare here. But I always found it, it was okay. I never had anything super serious, but I always found it was fine. Died, they, you do have to wait. I remember I broke my nose and I had to get a thing, and it took me like seven months. I had to walk around yeah. with a broken nose to get the thing. But just like, whatever. Well, you could make that better. Yeah, like, yeah. That's, I think that you that, That's not probably, a case for UK getting rid of better, yeah. That's yeah. not a case for getting rid of universal healthcare. Okay, so if we That's a case for making it better. If you added universal healthcare, what, what is the things that they would actually do and how? Because if you well, have all that corruption, people, how do you even like solve that? Well, they can't so, make like, the, the money stuff you're saying. It, right? Like, that's the incentives are wrong. Well, the big problem is that our, go- our government is captured by corporate money. So you'd have to get rid of. Uh, it feels uh, like you have to solve that first. So, th- yeah, you're right. You're not yeah, going to well. get he- health care because the, the people, the, the corporations who own the politicians don't want us to have Medicare for all because there's a lot of money in medicine and health insurance and big pharma. And so that's why we'll never have it. So we have to get that money out of politics first. How do you do that? Now, how do you do that? <laughs> I, we're going to have to have a revolution. Yeah, I, I was going mean, I mean, to say people, firing squads. I don't know. Know, like, I'm not kidding. Like, like I don't know. People are going to have to get in the streets, and they're going to just like what the truckers did in Canada, and they're going to have to shut down capitalism, and they're going to have to have a real leader that knows what the real problem is. And that fucking real leader isn't me, <laughs> and a lot of people that it's not me, but it's got to be a real leader who uh, and someone who understands the government and. Uh, you know, like I, 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 it, 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 I, someone like Bobby Kennedy, uh, except he has a lot of flaws, right? So he has horrible policy on Israel, Palestine. Uh, he had to be told about Ukraine. He's good on Ukraine now. He had to be told about Russia. He couldn't figure these things out. But, um, but we did, we need a real. I thought it was going to be Bernie Sanders. I thought Bernie Sanders and AOC, with their millions and millions and tens of millions of followers, would tell their their followers to get in the streets and shut shit down hey we're having a pandemic people get in the streets shut shit down until everybody gets medicare for all nothing gets delivered from ups nothing gets delivered to ralph's or any superstar no nothing we shut it down until we get and that's what's got has to happen and, and essentially what are you trying to get if you shut it down until you get what like the like these guys out of power 
You, uh, you, you don't know more you like, your demands like the lobbyists. Yeah, like you, have like to make you can't demands. be fucking getting money to lot from lobbyists. Like you can't be so I like think those public, kind of deals. Public financing of elections. That's what we need. So and we shorten the election season to six weeks. So instead of it being two years, it goes you, on for a while. It's crazy. Have, it's the first debates tonight. Yeah, you have. That's right. So you have a six. You have a six week uh, window to have your election, to have your campaign, and it's financed publicly. So there's no corruption. That's what I would do. That's why I would shut shit down until we had that system at least on the federal level and uh, because that's why we that's why we can't have nice things like the rest of the world and that's why our country is literally ending as soon as the petrol dollar goes away which it's going away they're selling and people don't understand what that is so the petrol dollar is what artificially supports the u.s dollar and why we could put sanctions on everybody else's country because everybody else has to use dollars so uh in the 70s, we went off the gold standard, and so we made a deal with Saudi Arabia that if you agree to only sell oil in U.S. dollars, we will give you the use of our military wherever you want it, which is why we're committing a genocide in Yemen and shit like that, right? And that's and then why we were bombing in Syria. It's, stuff, it's all at the behest of Saudi Arabia because they're willing to sell their oil in only U.S. dollars. And that artificially inflates the U.S. dollar. If we didn't have that, it wouldn't be shit. We wouldn't be able to run these deficits like this, and we wouldn't be able to do fiat currency. But And so now, because of all this shit Joe Biden has been doing saudi arabia started selling uh, uh oil uh in the chinese domination i think it's called Wan. yeah the one. uh they i think they sold it to india uh so it's going away and they're flexing their power again one of our longest allies saudi arabia is turning against the united states not under trump but under joe biden and the neocons and so our, it's all over. I think the, the world is caught on. And now even countries in Africa, they're like, why do I have to go take my... So, when, so if somebody in Africa, for instance, wants to trade with another country, they can't do it with their own dollars. They have to all go buy American dollars yeah. and then trade in American dollars. Right. And that's what every country in the world has done. And so that's what's going to, and that's what, so every country has to hold on to a big stockpile of American dollars, which artificially inflates the dollar. And as soon as they don't have to do that, the dollar's over, and so is our goddamn economy. I guess the argument against that is you're always sort of like weighing. I feel like you're probably a dollar, American dollar supremacist that. Well, currently, it's it's always, I mean, it's the only, yeah, like currently, it's the, if you go travel around the world, it's the only currency where you could spend anywhere. Right, Current, and, and currently, that's, and that's but why. that's like if you if you follow, I'm sure you know like that guy Ray Dalio, whatever he writes a lot about this stuff, and he's just like, yeah, it's been all, all throughout history where you know there have been these cycles, and eventually they do end. You know, eventually there is whatever is the you know standard currency is eventually like loses. Well, we loses just put spot. We, we if I have did, to buy shit in yen, I'll be so pissed. <laughs> we just built three new military bases in the Philippines and one in Syria, so that doesn't end. That's mm. the whole point of our military. Right. And if you've ever looked at a map at how many military bases the United States has around the world, your eyes would pop out of your head. I show it on my show, and people think it's fake. Yeah. I'm like, you can't. There, there aren't enough dots to put on the map. That's how many goddamn military bases we have. And that's why all those motherfuckers telling you that you got to eat bugs and you got to drive an electric <laughs> car and you, you can't have nice things. It, uh, at the same time, they're building military bases, those same people. So that's why I say I'm not doing anything that the establishment tells me I'm supposed to do about climate change. because It's all did. bullshit, just like recycling is bullshit. They used to send all our recyclables to China, right? China was like, hey, it's not economic for us to do this anymore. So they stopped taking our recyclables. And so you know what your recyclables? 
Eagles go in a fucking landfill. Same place. Yeah. That's something so like I argue five, with girls about that it's all the honestly, time. Honestly, I, yeah, I heard recently something like 5 or 10% of all plastic actually gets recycled and the rest is just like landfill. Mm-hmm. Even like that stuff that goes into recycling. Into your recycling bin. Re- Even that stuff yeah. goes into a landfill. Yeah. Yes. I mean, the biggest people that are always about proponents of climate change, when they tell them to stop showering, they don't want to do that. <laughs> stop. Yeah, I'm, if anything, dudes, shower less. Yeah. You, uh, I use the, one dish. You don't got to tell me twice. <laughs> the biggest, one fork. The, the biggest emitter of carbon in the world is... Cows. The U.S. military. (laughs) The U.S. military. And they keep building bases. So they're never going to stop. And they're never going to stop blowing up pipelines. And they're never going to stop blowing up shit. And so those people are full of shit when they tell you we have to fight climate change. Because they're not. What they're doing is using climate change to control you. Okay. That's, yeah. And it does. So, but... When you talk about uh, this, is one thing I did actually want to ask you about because it was like I heard Chen Conger. Uh, I know you used to work at Young Turks, and I heard him on like a few podcasts. And to be honest, he didn't seem like that crazy to me. You know what I mean? And and I was yeah. And I know you have a big seem crazy. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> was it just charming. was this like his new brand change where he's like I'm going to be sort of normal? Yeah. And that's what's going on because I know you yes. have a. I've actually heard you because his audience of, fucking left him. That's okay. why. And it's so now he's trying to pretend he's Jimmy Dore light. Now he's trying to pretend he's going to reach out to people. And yeah, we all got to fight. He's not. That's not real. So did you guys. Jake Uger takes money from the people we're supposed to be fighting. He took $24 million from DNC donors, establishment figures, and right wingers. That's who Jake Uger is. And immediately, and as soon as he did it, he started repeating FBI and CIA talking points about Donald Trump and Russiagate, which led directly to the Ukraine war, which I fucking told him it would. So you guys are not friends, fair to say. We still hang out. <laughs> Do you actually still talk to him? No. no. <laughs> it's all kayfabe. He's just like in the in the back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so the the gist is that because they're sort of saying we're like mainstream progressive guys, and you're sort of saying like you're just part of the no, whole they're machine. just de- yeah, they're just part of the machine. Yeah, d- d- the Young Turks and Jenk Uger. Yeah, you guys yeah. are just the same oh, thing as that part, deal. Yeah, no, they're just he's he's literally he's the, he's the machine. He I mean, is they the gave machine. him a show. He has a, they gonna, have a channel on YouTube TV. It's yes. fucking crazy. You I have he's it. Anti-establishment? I'm like, Why are you guys on here? He's on YouTube TV. You think he's anti-establishment? Yeah, YouTube their, owned by Google. Google, which is the most richest company in the history of the world, in bed with the CIA and military industrial complex, and that's who's sponsoring his TV show. Yeah, like they have their own channel, like a 24-hour Young turks on youtube okay it's, youtube it's, fucking censors me they and w- with the young turks they put them on their tv network do you yeah, see the difference channel do you see the difference if they would have been against censorship the young turks which you're supposed to be as a progressive which if they would have been against the ukraine war which you're supposed to be they would have been against the syrian war which you're supposed to be as a, if they would have fucking been against anything that or russia gate if they would have not repeated they would have they would not have gotten that tv channel and they would not have gotten that 24 million dollars but they did say tell people that julian assange is your your enemy and he can't be trusted which is an establishment talking point they That's got a, on board with all the main things you're supposed to get on board with they're, su- they're supposed to be a news channel an independent news channel and, and and the number one journalist in our lifetime is rotting in a prison because he exposed war crimes that's why Julian Assange is in prison because he exposed war crimes not because of fucking Hillary Clinton's emails but because he exposed war crimes that's why and the Young Turks went out and slandered that guy they did everything that, that was asked them by the establishment including telling people not to 
uh, do force the vote, which was forced. Well, yeah, vote. I've heard you talk about that. But force I don't the really vote, get which it. was when that if you remember the Republicans when they just got control of Congress. So the extreme right wing of the Republican Party held out for demands. We're not going to vote for you as Speaker, and you can't get elected without our votes. And so we have demands. And so McCarthy caved into every one of their demands, which is what we wanted the squad to do. AOC and all those people. They had they couldn't. Nancy Pelosi couldn't get elected without the squad's votes. And so now you have leverage. So we wanted them to use their leverage. And the thing that we decided on that they should ask for was a vote on Medicare for all because we're in the middle of a pandemic. And uh, everybody on the left had agreed that getting a vote on Medicare for all was the goal. For decades, everybody agreed on it. So it was like an actionable thing. So this is like, hey, this isn't controversial. Everybody, every. AOC ran on that. She goes, we can't even get a vote on Medicare for All. When she was running, she cl- she uh, complained about it. She goes, we can't even get a vote on Medicare for All on the House floor. So this was their chance to get it. I spearheaded this movement, and the Young Turks got a call from their DNC handler and told them not to do handler? This. Yes. Oh, for sure. And told them, of course, I know there was a phone call that happened. I know, I know oh. this. And so they got a phone call and they immediately went against, at first he was for it. Cenk Uger was like, this is the greatest idea. Of course we should hold him accountable. And then he got the phone call and then he's like, Jimmy Dore's an asshole and Jimmy Dore's a jerk and he's being mean to AOC and we're against force the vote. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> and we're against force the vote. What was the reason? Well, they did a poll because he said that now is not he, he goes now is not the time they just go now is not, not the, time. the time because so it's the pandemic they did a poll of their own paying members their own paying members 87% of them wanted them to do force the vote. An unbelievable, overwhelming majority of their own paying members wanted them. They did a fucking poll. How stupid are they that they did? And then they published <laughs> it. And then I tweeted out, hey, thanks for letting us know that you're going against your own audience. So yeah. they lost their own audience. And a good mark of what, their, uh, what your real audience is, is um, how many people watch you on a live stream right now? Yeah. Um, they used to get uh, 18, 20,000, 25,000 people watching a live stream. They get three, four, 5,000 people watching them now. Their audience has left them, and the only thing that supports the Young Turks is the algorithm because they're in bed with YouTube and Google and the establishment, so they get boosted by the corporate algorithm. I don't. I get censored. I get demonetized. I don't get put on YouTube TV. So that's the difference between a real independent news show and somebody who's working for the establishment who's just trying to find ways to get people to click on his shit, and that's all that is. So I guess the argument that not even him, but like other people would make, it was like, well, yeah, if you don't get in, like if you're not on the inside, how would you actually change things? It'd be like, well, obviously we're not going to pick that super radical guy. It's too crazy for anyone to get on board with, right? Like, but I guess you could just have that argument forever. They, anybody who opposes the establishment, they say, is a crazy radical. Yeah, but you, they do win. Yeah, it's kind of true because they go, anybody. oh, that's too crazy. It's like, well, that's won a lot of times. Yeah, Trump won. Yeah. <laughs> After Trump, nothing is impossible. Yeah, that's true. Even yeah. like if you look at all the guys now that are gaining steam, they aren't that establishment kind of... Uh, no, I mean, people are tired of the establishment. Do you have any prediction on how the Trump thing's going to shake out? I'm bad at predicting. Like, do you think he's going to jail? Uh, I'm bad. They can do whatever they want. The, as, you, as you can see, they, they, if they can do Iraq, if they can force you to take an mRNA experimental vaccine that they don't know what the results are going to be that is actually now creating excess deaths, if they can do all that stuff, they can do anything. They can, if they can make you vote for a demented guy, they can, <laughs> they can, they can imprison the president and get away with him. By get, but, uh, um, it would put you in line a little bit if they're, like, maybe not you, but like, if, they, if they actually were 
put Trump in jail. Yeah, that's he's what like they in jail for 10 years. People will be like, man, these people could do anything. Yeah, that's what they do in other countries. Like, so, did you see Prigozhin today? So I did not, but I'll tell oh. you this. So the, there, there is a global capitalist cabal that runs the world right yeah. and it's the wef is part of it the bilderberg group and people like how they always like to go oh the bilderberg do you think what do you think they're doing why do you think they're meeting in secret the heads of the goddamn world they're getting together to have coffee with each other or you think they're planning on how to fucking run the world that's exactly what's happening so there's a cabal of capitalists who run everything and so what their new tactic is to criminalize uh the person who opposes the establishment and put him in jail they did it in brazil with Lula. Uh, so Lula was the, considered a far left candidate and they wanted to get rid of him so they put him in jail. What about like the George Soros of the world? Then if it's all the capitalists so that run, they, where do yes, they fit into he's this? He's one of those, right? So they but isn't put, he like a socialist? So they put, no. Okay, so that's fake in that's your opinion. That's fake. So it's more so, about like social, uh, social socialism, but in reality, it's not. No, That's no, kind of the he, idea. He's as much as a socialist as Bill Gates. Okay. Okay. So they put mosquito Lula, man. They put yes. <laughs> they put. I'm going to do a story on that pretty soon. <laughs> actually, funny. I just got connected with someone who has mosquito information. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> I just yeah. Oh yeah. So uh, they put Lula in prison in Brazil, and they thought that the center right candidate was going to win. They fucked up, and Bolsonaro, this extreme right candidate, won. And so then what did they do? They let Lula out of prison because they know he's the only one who could beat Bolsonaro. And then he beats Bolsonaro, and now they've criminalized Bolsonaro yeah, so he can't run for president ever again, just like they're doing to Donald Trump. Is, and they're doing the same thing in Pakistan. Whoa, so that would be like if Trump went to jail on a worse guy and then they like unleash yes, Trump again. Yeah. That's that's what happened in Brazil. Yeah. And Bolsonaro, yeah, I know. So what's, what's his deal right now? And so I knew there was something up with Lula when he won, when Joe Biden congratulated him. And I was like, this is not right interesting this is not right joe biden is supposed to hate lula yeah i and guess the enemy of my enemy is my friend kind so of lula so i can't lula believe it's not is, butter situation so i think lula is definitely better than anybody else but he's definitely uh playing footsies with the establishment in certain ways that's for sure and otherwise they would be throwing overthrowing him again yeah do you think that they're going to try to lock stuff back down for COVID? I know that in the last couple of weeks, that's been sort of popping back yes. up. People are saying they're prepping it. It's, I feel it, like if they did it now, I would just be like, yeah, no, I'm not, I wouldn't do anything. <laughs> I mean, I didn't do much before, but if now... I mean, they were dishing... The thing is, the, I feel you know, like the municipalities like, I'm not going. Were, were dishing out fines and stuff. To I think that's how they kind of kept businesses and stuff in line, was they were like, we're going to fine you every day. But I think... I I, I, I would like to think I, maybe I'm too optimistic that a lot of businesses would, especially in New York, would be like, "Go fuck yourself." Wouldn't you have been a business? Doing. You'd just be like, "You're shutting We're not you doing down." This you go, again. Yeah, fuck you. I I hope so. I hope a small business people's. So the, here's the thing I never understood about uh, COVID was that uh, I couldn't go to my corner sporting goods store which has one employee in it and nobody else and buy a and buy a baseball mitt to give to my nephew for Christmas. I couldn't do that. I had to close that guy down. But I could go to Best Buy and get that. Yeah. And I could go to Target and get that. And I could order it online from Amazon that has thousands of people working inside fulfillment centers. But I couldn't go to my store at the corner of my block. There's only one person in it. And this is because of science. Yeah. Were, don't, don't you remember in California, they arrest, like it was like Santa Monica, they, they arrested a guy surfing so this by is himself? A, that's a great point. So I had a maniac come to my house when I used to live in uh, Pasadena. And... Uh, 
I got a heads up, Joe Rogan. He had got, first gone to Joe Rogan's place, and then he said, I'm looking for Jimmy Dore. And so their security guy calls me and says, hey, there's some maniac, and he's he's got weapons, and he's on his way to your house, and this is the car he's driving. And I look out my window, and it's parked in front of my house. So I call the cops, and I tell them this. Uh, an hour later, the cops showed up at my house. But they were able to get that surfer. Yeah, but they were able to get that. Also, also, there was barely any crimes at that moment. So, like, what were like the cops here? Like, they were they they basically became bylaw officers because there was nothing for them to really Uh do, right? right? Like everything was shut down. So crime, you know, there was nobody really riding the subways. Like. They were just finding people. The only for thing whatever, worse whatever than, shit. You the know? only thing worse than a lot of crime and no cops is a lot of cops and no crime. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. And then they all of a sudden they're like, "Hey, we have all these new bylaws." So we were. I mean, I don't know if you were there, but we were at. There was this restaurant that would stay open um, on uh, this Japanese place that we would go to all the time. And then one day, just like fifty cops show up at midnight because it was it was a ten o'clock curfew. Uh, no Japanese people allowed to own restaurants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, COVID only infects people after ten. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It was so stupid. And COVID then, while being deadly is very respectful of me this, this place was the best it was in the east village and then so they were letting people eat there after the curfew and then they put up this because it was all outdoor seating and then they put up this giant fence to just keep it going and then they eventually got got busted but they showed up and they're just like they let everybody i remember that night because they let everybody they just goes everybody leave and nobody paid their bills they were just like go can you just go can you believe me? You know what's going through the heads of one of those cops? It's just like I don't think for myself. I'd be a I mean, he'd yeah, be a, yeah. Those cops would be great. Well, they comedians. got it's. You know what it is? It's it's the whole incentive thing where they go like, look, you know, I got a family, I got bills. Like it's so it, it, you put the onus on these individuals to make these decisions, and it's just it's like. You know, it's it's the whole just falling in line. You know, the, everybody kind of acts out of self interest to a degree. Um, things are only going to get worse. Things are not going to get better. And they're gonna they're gonna find if Donald Trump died tomorrow they'd find another Donald Trump to make you afraid of. Yeah, well, that's they all have, they have. They already start testing out they're making doing, you afraid of DeSantis, these other guys. Get, get, yeah. get afraid of DeSantis. <laughs> and they're even and and everybody and, and anything the establishment doesn't like is white supremacist. They even said that about Cornell West. Yeah, they go Cornell West. The, the, the they, Larry Elder when he ran for governor in California, the L.A. Times. Uh, Larry Elder, white supremacist. And my joke is, well, isn't that just like a black guy to be so sneaky <laughs> <laughs> that he would hide his white supremacy behind all that black yeah, skin? Yeah, yeah. Huh? Did you see? Uh, so you haven't seen what happened with Progosian? No, no, I didn't see. Oh, okay, so he had an unfortunate accident today. Uh, he had a plane crash. Oh, no kidding! Yeah, yeah. I don't. So this is it's Wednesday. This comes out on Friday. Maybe the details will change before this comes out. But the current thing is that he was him and a bunch of the Wagner Group were on a flight that crashed. So this this afternoon this, or like about three hours ago. So this idea that um, anytime you think that the establishment would do something crazy, like you know, uh, Building Seven, or like that they would, uh, uh, you know, kill their political opponents or jail their political opponents, sure. right? Well, they killed President Kennedy. They killed his brother. They killed uh, Martin Luther King, and they killed Malcolm X, and they don't give a shit, and nobody ever... And once they did that, they knew they could do anything, and they did. And there has never been a president who wasn't in the pocket of the military-industrial complex since then. They're all war criminals, all of them. And so we Trump was right when he said that there's a deep state, and they're running things, and they want more war, because... So what does that tell you? So... Chuck Schumer went on Nancy uh, went on Rachel Maddow's show right when Trump got elected, and he was telling the truth about the deep state. He was saying that there is one, and they're controlling things. And so 
Chuck Schumer, who's the leading Democrat in the Senate, the number one Democrat in the country at that time, went on television and told Rachel Maddow he's being really dumb to go against the intelligence community because they have six ways uh, to Sunday to mess with you. Yeah. And so what that's he, pretty telling. Yeah. What he just admitted was the CAA and the FBI doesn't work for the president. No. Well, who the fuck do they work for? Well, they work for capitalists. They work for a military industrial complex, Wall Street, and that's who they work for, and that's who they've always worked for, and they'll kill anybody. And by the way, everything that the establishment did to uh, Trump during his presidency and now, Russia gating him, trying to make him delegitimize, trying to discredit him, impeach him, and now throw him in jail, they would have done to Bernie Sanders. Sanders. Mm-hmm. They already did it to Bernie Sanders. They said they his fo- they said his followers online that, that were sexist, misogynist, yeah. and racist and violent. And, and Bernie Bros were getting and, it for yeah, a while. I remember yeah. that came out of nowhere. And like that of, absolutely came out of where you're like all of a sudden you're like the Bernie Bros yeah. are this. And so instead of Bernie Sanders standing up against that, he apologized for them like an asshole. And and uh, they already rushigated him. They said, hey, ru-, when he was on his way to the air, Nevada, I think it was the Nevada uh, primary. They said, hey, there, there was a news report that uh, Russia is propping up your campaign and he didn't go that's bullshit prop he goes well that's wrong if he's doing that he he fucking le- yeah. legitimized it that's you know why because Bernie Sanders doesn't want to end up like Donald Trump no. and he knows where his bread is buttered and he'll never stand up to the establishment he should be standing up to them right now saying this is wrong to criminalize our political he opponents. didn't even want to stand up to them when they said when he they cheated him yeah, 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 they yeah. fucking cheated him and he made them pay zero price because Bernie Sanders is a fraud and and he's there to make sure people like me stay inside a pro-war anti-worker party. That's what he's there to do. And he does it. Yeah. Yeah. I would have thought the Russiagate stuff would have, uh, I would have seen a lot of people. Like I knew some people on Twitter who that's, I don't think they had a single tweet that wasn't about that for, They're still, for you, four or five years. You, you and on, then they just like memory hold the entire thing. Like it never happened. And you just, you don't hear squat from them ever again about it. Here's another memory hole. Hey, uh, the people who lied to you and said that the vaccine was going to stop the transmission and end the pandemic. Oh, no, they never said that. Did, have you heard that? Oh, people, I know a million people pe- like that. People go, no, they never said that. They just said it would lessen your I symptoms. I feel like for dudes, there's a bit of accountability because if someone was like super big vaccine guy, they kind of feel like a bitch a little oh. bit. <laughs> so then I'll show these people the video yeah. of everybody from Fauci to the President Biden to to Rachel Maddow and everybody in between saying that the vaccine stops the virus dead and you can't pass it on to anybody, which was always a lie. And they always knew that was a lie because we found out that the Pfizer never even tested to see if their vaccine stopped transmission. So they, when I show people that video of them saying it, Fauci, the president, the vice president, Rachel Maddow, everybody saying that, that the vaccine would stop the virus dead. And I go, see, they lied. They did say that. They go, oh, they just got it wrong. Oh, no, you said they didn't say that. Yeah. And now I'm showing you they said it. Why did you think they didn't say that? That's because you were lied to by somebody who said they didn't say that. Guess who lied to you? The same fucking people who said it said they did. And they don't care. I think there's a... They don't care that they were lied to about COVID. I think there's a large percentage of people who just do not have the capacity to um, believe that, like, the government and institutions are lying to them. Or I think, I think they it's, just... No, really, I think... No, I think you're right. It's just like it scrambles your whole... Whole worldview if you'd be like wait so they're all like like the government's not here to help me that's right 
You know, like if they I feel like in a lot of countries, everyone sort of knows that yeah, they're fucking up to their old tricks for but, sure. But in the United States, we have a, a so we used to have fifty Some giant. People. We used to have fifty giant media companies in America, and then in 1996, Wall Street got Bill Clinton elected over George uh, Herbert Walker. CNN, Bush. Fox, Young Turks. Yeah. <laughs> The big three. And so Bill Clinton was not a lesser of two evil. That's the whole thing they tell you. You got to vote for the Democrats. They're the lesser of two evil. That is not true. So when George Her uh, Herbert Walker Bush, George, Bu uh, George W. Bush's father, wanted to do NAFTA. NAFTA was going to cut the legs out from underneath the working people and unions. And so... He, they, the Democrats wouldn't let him do it. George Bush, George Herbert Walker Bush. Are oh, you a big pro union guy, he, right? He could meet. Yeah, he couldn't get it passed. So, so they get rid of Wall Street. Gets rid of George Herbert Walker Bush. They put in Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton gives cover to the Democrats to vote for NAFTA. They cut the legs out from underneath fucking unions for a decade, and everybody thinks it's good because Bill Clinton did it. Bill Clinton. So. And at the same time he did that, Bill Clinton signed the Telecommunications Act in 1996, which took us from 50 giant media companies down to six. And that's why it's so easy to control Americans, and because the same people who control the politicians now unabashedly control the media 100%. Even on YouTube, I couldn't say anything that they didn't want me to say, or they, I got a strike for saying, when I said that the vaccine didn't stop transmission, because I figured it out. I figured it out before everybody knew. Uh, I figured out because the co the countries that were had the biggest uptake in vaccines would often have the biggest outbreak of COVID. So I knew that that wasn't working, and I said that on my show, and they gave me a strike on YouTube. YouTube, uh, and which is uh, said I can't say anything against the WHO. Yeah. And guess who funds the WHO? The number one funder of the WHO, they'll tell you, is China. The number one funder of the WHO is Bill Gates. From the guy's Bill always up to something. Bill and Melinda Gates the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, and if you put together Gavi, that's another private vaccine organization he founded and started. Bill, those two organizations funded as much or more than China. So Bill Gates. So now I can't contradict Bill Gates on YouTube, which means that you don't get to have. Up, uh, a scientific debate about anything so whatever this billionaire says by the way bill gates never never finished college not a doctor not a virologist doesn't have a degree yeah but somehow this guy's dictating vaccine policy and why do you always see bill gates on tv and people asking him his opinion on vaccines when he doesn't know fucking anything about it the reason why is because he's a billionaire and he funds those news magazines right. that's why if you know anything about bill, bill gates he got a pie in the face in 1999 and he decided at that moment that he was going to buy journalism and he has done hundreds of millions of dollars. He, for instance, PBS, right? So the PBS NewsHour. So they didn't have like a science report or a medical report. Bill Gates says, hey, uh, here's a couple of million dollars. Why don't you have a science report? And uh, hey, here's, uh, here's a story I want you to cover on vaccines that I'm also funding that I want to send to the... Oh, and then they do. And then right. and nobody fucking knows about it. Yeah. Yeah, and there's no penalty, like, because there's the thing, you know, they gave you a strike for what they deem to be misinformation, right. but, like, MSNBC could do misinformation all day. Yeah, they should, they should get there's a no retroactive strike to be like, hey, like, even, like, what is it, the FTC, like, it's not like the FTC or whatever governing body goes, hey, we got to ding you 200 grand because you guys were wrong on this one and we're trying to be consistent about this. Like, there's just no consistency, right? Z look, zero. Well, that's actually the point I make. The same people who are telling you the vaccine did stop transmission when that was a lie, they never got censored. Those yeah. people never 
ever. And those videos are still and yeah, exactly like MSNBC, even not <laughs> yeah. MSNBC on the airwaves. But those on clips YouTube. on YouTube, on YouTube, yes. are fine. Like they, there's there's no scenario where NBC gets MSNBC gets a strike on YouTube. No, there is no scenario. It cannot happen. That it cannot. Maybe for having the wrong guest on that said something, and just as a you know, don't have that guy. Maybe they get someone gets a phone call from someone to be like, hey, just you know, don't do this again. But they're not. They're funded. Their channel's by, not getting a strike. That's right. Yeah. They're, they're not going to take off the big advertiser for the military-industrial complex, Wall Street and oil companies. Hell no. That's yeah. what NBC, NBC is. Yeah. They're just an advertiser. There's a public relations firm for corporate America. That's what NBC News is. That's what CNN is. That's what Fox News is. That's why they fired Tucker Carlson. You think they fired Tucker? They want you to think they fired Tucker Carlson for lying. You don't get fired for lying in corporate news. You get promoted. <laughs> <laughs> Look at Rachel Maddow. She did more Russiagate segments than anybody. And they, and they were all wrong. They were all a fraud. They were all un based on absolutely nothing. I was debunking her in real time all the way along. And what happened to her? Did she get fired? She got rewarded with a $35 million contract. She makes $100,000 a day. And if you get $100,000 a day, that's, I bet yeah. she's going to tell me the truth. Of course. I mean, she'll, yeah. She, she ain't going to fuck that up. So no. whatever you're hearing about the Ukraine war or COVID or whatever on the corporate news, that's a lie. Yeah. And people just can't wrap their brain around that. No, it's so hard, especially because that was for so long. Everybody was so used to that actually not being lies. And it's only very or recently. Or it was then. And, yeah. it or, was. Or, or, or it always was or whatever. But people didn't But now we have social that. media so we can debunk Maybe not it. as like, like Trump, Trump coining CNN or the you know, mainstream news fake news. Right? Like they, he was right. He was right. And I don't think anybody really ever heard that in That's the right. West before that. And that was dangerous for the establishment to have the president of the United States say, we're leaving our troops in Syria for the oil. The deep state is running things and they want more uh, war. And the corporate news is the enemy of the people. Yeah. Those are all three truths. that Donald, So they don't hate Donald Trump for... Isn't it the biggest joke, Ryan, that they say they hate Donald Trump because he lies? He's lying in Washington? Oh, my God. <laughs> now everybody's going to do it. Yeah, of course. <laughs> of course they don't hate him for lying. That's how the whole goddamn system runs. It runs on propaganda and lies. They're pissed off because he told those three truths. Yeah. And it's fucking up their money. That's exactly right. Yeah, they're just like, we don't... I mean, CNN is... If, I don't know how much you... If, I'm sure you follow it at length, but like they basically went like full like sports team where they just shook up the whole 100%. thing. You know, they go, we're, we're firing the coach, we're firing the GM, <laughs> all the players, we're trading them away, we're going to bring in all the new ones, <laughs> and we're going to try and be like, hey, we're not the CNN from five years ago. And you're just like, all right, same. They're, they're all the, they work for the same people. Yeah. They work for the, they all work for the establishment. They all are the same people. And you know what's interesting is even that guy. Um, what's that? Uh, I can't blanking on his name, but um, he was the one who exposed Big Pharma and COVID. Uh, why am I blanking on his name, James? Um, fuck. Um, Anyway, o OMG Media, as it's called. I'll Google, I'll Google that. OMG Media. So he did undercover. Uh, so this guy started out as kind of... James O'Keefe. James O'Keefe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he Project started, Veritas. So he started out with kind of a sketchy beginning. He was very young. And he's super. he was a right-wing guy. And then all of a sudden, he starts to investigate corporations, right? And he starts to expose them. Like, he exposed Big Pharma. Yeah. And he got, he got a guy who worked at Big Pharma 
high up to admit that it was a scam, that everything they were doing, they didn't know what... On the gay dates, that, right? Yeah, they on the, the gay, gay dates. dates yeah. <laughs> that COVID was a scam. The vaccine mandates were a scam. Whole, everything was a scam. He got this guy to admit it undercover. And what happened to James O'Keefe? He got fired from his own media company after yeah. that. That's how powerful Big Pharma and the establishment money is. So now he had to start his own media company called OMG. Going to take another second here to tell you about HelloFresh. Now, if you don't know what HelloFresh is already, this is, you get farm fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. You skip the trips to the grocery store, you count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it is America's number one meal kit. Now, you can look like a big shot, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, you bring a girl over, a guy, say, Maybe hey, a guy. it doesn't matter where you are, you go, hey, like I made this thing for you, this like gourmet meal pre-portioned out you know what i mean so yeah. they give you they set you up with all the things just makes it easier takes all the hassle out of it it's all the instructions you go here's all the things just do this 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 this, and you get this amazing meal yeah companies like this are just sort of solving a thing where you're just like i like cooking why do i have to go buy all the things it's just sort of like set of course the whole sometimes thing you, you go like if you ever cook at home sometimes every person knows this. you go to cook at home have this me- this uh recipe or whatever and then you go and look for this one thing you go i don't have that. you're missing one thing now you're at the That's grocery like, store and, wasting and you either go minutes. and you have to buy a gallon of this one thing because you <laughs> yeah, have a right. tablespoon of it or you just be like i'm not gonna put it in there. that's exactly what it is so falls right around the corner and HelloFresh is here to help you plan for the busy season ahead with tasty dishes delivered to your door. Simply choose the recipes and pick your delivery date and then lay back, enjoy the last days of summer, knowing that your food and dinner is covered. The key to the dinnertime success, variety. HelloFresh keeps your taste buds on its toes with 40 chef-crafted recipes to select from every week. From family-friendly to fit and wholesome, you'll always find new and exciting recipes to try. So that's why one of the things too is like you have you have your cheat day meal. I always like yeah they do have it is a they do have fit and wholesome meals I like absolutely so that's what I've been sort of on because that's you know you know I'm trying to fucking yeah, be yeah. trim right now whatever you are whether you're just one guy whether it's a couple whether you're trying to impress people whether you're a family you might have people that are just seem like they're hungry all the time and you're responsible for it so you can add snacks sides and more to your weekly HelloFresh order just simply shop HelloFresh market and take your pick from a curious selection of over a hundred add-on items when life gets busy don't call delivery that's a good point do not you don't need to no, be exactly you don't, need to. You, you don't be calling us. delivery solve it beforehand hello fresh it's 25 percent cheaper than takeout less expensive than grocery shopping too just choose the recipes and receive fresh pre-portioned ingredients so you can get cooking quick so what you want to do is go to HelloFresh.com slash 50BoysCast and use the code 50BoysCast. And you might have guessed it. That is 50% off plus free shipping. Woo. So yeah, they're not That's messing around here. Not mucking about. So go to HelloFresh.com slash 50BoysCast for America's number one meal kit. Yeah. Do you ever think there's a chance that they'll, because I know RFK, one of his main things, which I never really knew about this, was that there's only two countries in the world that allow uh, pharmaceutical ads on television, right? New which Zealand? Is- and, and the United States. And, the United and who States. had the most draconian COVID policies? Yeah. New Zealand yep. and the United States. Yeah. And do you think there's any hope of getting out of that? 
again, not without revolution, without people literally doing what the truckers did in Canada. And that's another how strong propaganda is. They can make people think that freedom fighters, which is what the truckers were. The truckers, by the way, were vaccinated at a higher rate than the general population in Canada. And they're calling them white supremacists. And they were like all like Sikhs and all sorts of shit like this. That's right. They they weren't protesting medicine. They were protesting bullshit authoritarianism. And they were right to do that. But the establishment then, and that's why Americans, we watch our corporate media. We can't tell the difference between a freedom fighter. We look at those guys up there and we call them Nazis. And then we look at Nazis in Ukraine and we call them freedom fighters. We have it exactly (laughs) fucking backwards. Right. I think Trudeau's actually a bit of a freedom fighter because he passed that bill C-18 where you can't even see the news anymore. So (laughs) I didn't see that. I don't know what that bill is. Oh, really? They passed the bill. I was just back in Canada and you can on Facebook or Instagram, you can't see the news. Wow. You literally cannot see any corporate news. Not even corporate. Yeah, pretty much any news at all. So it does not display. And there's five. It was a basically, he, he thought he had, it was a leverage thing. It, it was the equivalent of he goes, listen, uh, if you're going to have this news on, you need to pay this much money and you should pay them properly. And he, then, like, all the companies were just like, no. Yeah, Facebook's just like, no, we're not going to pay. You don't have that kind of leverage. Some news outlet. And so there's wildfires in British Columbia right now in Kelowna. And so now the premier of British Columbia is, is now going out. And he's saying, you know, this is so heavy handed of meta. Like they're really like manipulating this whole thing to not display the news. People are trying to share news about these wildfires. And you're like, not what happened. Yeah. But you're also like, we'll just repeal the the bill. It's like the federal government passed this bill. So just repeal just it. repeal it. Just repeal it. And then meta's like, when we'll show all this stuff. Here's the power of Google and YouTube. So, and here's how they protect their. So you know that Justin Trudeau is a WEF guy, right? Mm-hmm. So he was trained by the WEF, and that they even brag. Uh, Klaus Schwab was the head of the just the World Economic Forum. People don't even know what that is. They're actually the ones running everything. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, Klaus Schwab bragged that the people that they've trained to be global leaders. And what does that mean? That, that, that means that they taught them how to screw over people in favor of the establishment and the corporations. And they brag that all their people that they have trained are now in cabinets, all of, like Justin Trudeau and all. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. And, it started and, with Kissinger, too. In like government, like, yes. One of the super early ones. Exactly yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yes, Klaus Schwab says that Kissinger was his mentor. Yeah, You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so they have those embedded, uh, just like Operation Mockingbird, where they had CIA embedded in every newsroom. They have WEF motherfuckers embedded in every government cabinet in the in the world and so i was doing a video about just so people hate justin trudeau now because of that shit oh, that he sucks, did we've yeah. heard and he's Loser. an obvious liar and ob- <laughs> he's just, he said he never called them nazis he never called them white supremacists and i showed the video on my show of him doing that yeah. he said he never mandated I, of course he did he did all those things he guy said. should be working a cashier at fucking loblaws <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like yeah stupid yeah, yeah. And so I show a video. So he goes out to do a campaign stop somewhere. He's going, he's supposed to go visit somebody and, and, you know, like a photo op. People show up and they hate him. Not a lot of people, maybe 40 people were there and they're right in his face and they're going, you're a fucking criminal. You're a fucking criminal. So I show this on my show. YouTube demonetizes it. (laughs) So I I request a review and all this shit. And I have a, I have a liaison at YouTube that actually talks to me, right? And so I said, hey, I need you to run this up and uh, give me a real reason why they did this. And so a lot of times my guy will come back and go, oh, no, it's, uh, it's monetized. It's okay. But a week has already passed. So the yeah, news of value of it is right. over. So they we get demonetized job. mostly. So, <laughs> so that's there to make you self-censor. So that's there to make sure you just don't do those stories anymore. Yeah. So it took two weeks. Two weeks for them to review this video. Came back and said, Trudeau's too hot. We can't. Came back, and that's exactly what they said. They said, you see the dick on this guy? And I said, no. (laughs) They said that uh, this was targeted harassment. 
That's that's to the prime, to prime minister. To the you mean the most powerful guy in the country? We're harassing him. Oh my god! That, and that was—I mean, I got on my other channel. I did a show about Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum, and I got a defamation notice ha! from the World Economic Forum on my YouTube channel saying that this video could not be played in five countries, all European, for whatever reason. And then, but that was it. There's like, there's no like strike. And then, literally a week, less than a week later, I got a strike for nothing. Like just absolutely nothing. Some joke. Like that's what they do. Yeah, that's know. how and that's how they control you and everybody. And by the way, when I was at the Young Turks, they were all okay with censorship. That was another thing I had to push back on them again. They wanted Alex Jones to be censored, and I'm like, you guys can't be this fucking stupid. You're an independent news show, and you want another independent news guy to be censored, no matter what the fuck he said. You don't think that's going to come back to get you? Well, they knew it wasn't going to come back to get them because they're in bed with the establishment. But it does come back to get everybody else. When they started with Alex Jones, now it's the leading doctors in their field the leading scientists in their field and the leading politicians and the leading youtubers and podcasts they're all getting censored all the time it wasn't just alex jones they used alex jones as a fucking rouge to do it to everybody else and we got to save and protect everybody they don't give a fuck about anybody they what the establishment cares about is uh protecting themselves and people like me and anybody else who has a voice to uh, Alex Jones just predicted they're going to bring back. My, by the way, Alex Jones way more accurate than MSNBC, CNN, oh, and Fox sure. News. That's <laughs> the joke. That's, That's the that. problem. Is there's no tally. Nobody's keeping score. Yeah, neither right. tally. There should be a fucking screen. scoreboard where you could see every person. And when someone starts talking, weatherman shit, have the accuracy. Yeah, your accuracy. And when you start talking shit, you gotta be like, yeah, you know what? You might be talking shit right now, Rachel Maddow or Alex Jones or whatever. But like, here's your ninety percent right. Although that would be, they'd all game it. They would, you would of just, course. you would cr cr a cram in like non important things to be right, right about. Yeah, you just like, no, you're, 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 yeah, it was 88 degrees today. Just cramming in layups, yeah, to get it up. So, there. where do you guys come down on the uh, gender uh, affirming care for uh, kids? I think uh, probably like one's Mandatory. too young, two, I think, is when it should start. Uh, I was going to say, yeah. Well, yeah. on the. On the topic, but if you wait till they're two, that's going to cause a lot of harm. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. emotional. You can, you can really. Fuck I just up. don't want to touch like a one. I don't think the doctor should be touching one-year-olds' dicks. Like if you wait till it's two, it's like a little less weird. So they already do when they're born. They cut the tip of their dick off. I had sure. mine cut off. Me yeah. too. Yeah, and uh, I didn't of, make a dent though. <laughs> I'm still pissed off about it because it, I needed it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they have the the power lifter again. Just, yeah. Dude, I wasn't there. A this is the craziest stuff when when people was like, at some point you can't admit this is crazy. That's but the thing. This isn't the crazy stuff. Canadian power lifter broke logic. the record by like two hundred kilos. Yeah. <laughs> it's like so funny, right? And so one Yokozuna. And so what that guy, what that uh, power lifter would be called in my world is a misogynist. Sure, he, he, yeah. And so they want to call me a phobe because I'm against biological males invading women's spaces. And they're going to call me a transphobe. No, you're a misogynist because mm -hmm. you don't respect women and women's spaces. Yeah. And so you're the asshole and I'm not the asshole. I'm a misogynist and, and I'm against it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, the whole thing... 
is about like somehow they've tried to pretend that if you're against drag shows for toddlers, that you're against drag queens. No, I love drag queens. Yeah. What are drag queens? Drag queens are not transvestite. They're not. Men. They're they're just men, biological males who like dressing up as a bitchy woman and acting like a cunt. And <laughs> yeah, that's really? what a fucking <laughs> yeah. drag queen. So you would go there not to, not because it was family hour. You went there because they were going to be the most caustic, mean, nasty motherfuckers. And you were drinking, and, and it you, was eleven at night, and you was. I was unbelievably impolite. I was. You loved it, right? And then now you want to bring children into that. That makes me want to arrest you. That's what that does. Or how about the people who say they? It's all about uh, literature or literacy. Yeah. I go. Well, how does that present it itself? Your love for literacy. Well, I like to put on some fake tits, some Dolly Parton, <laughs> a Dolly Parton wig, some Megyn Kelly eyelashes, tuck my dick on between my ass cheeks, and then go, you know, read Dr. Seuss to kids. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm not 100 percent sure, but I'm pretty sure you're a fucking pervert <laughs> or or they're just ideologues and you know they're trying to advance something via this you can know, you fucking believe they're trying possible. to push that bullshit on me that a fucking guy with a dick stuffed up between his ass cheeks dressed like dolly parton just wants to read to my fucking kids fuck you yeah <laughs> this is like the weightlifting stuff though i feel like this is more of an assault on just like common sense like they're yes. really trying to they are really trying to just assault, because you're like yeah obviously once it's a 200 kilogram victory like you won by 200 kilograms over the next person you're like okay what are we doing so in california They're, yeah how much can we get this yeah you're not like you're not like it. you didn't win by four kilograms you go good stuff there you, you just narrowly edge them out in california where i live now i'm originally from chicago in california uh, used to be the liberals used to err on the side of protecting children. For instance, there's a law in California that says you cannot use a tanning bed until you're 18, even if your parents say it's okay. But now those same liberals who passed that law to protect children now say it's okay to have an adult chop your dick off. Yeah. I guess as long as it doesn't get, if your dick doesn't get exposed to UV rays, then I guess it's okay to yeah. cut it off. Yeah. I feel well, like the thing is you have to say that if they don't let you use the tanning bed, you're going to kill yourself. <laughs> and, then they and then you go, look, if I'm not having this nice tan as a 14-year-old... I'm going to kill myself, and, and then they have to let you use it. And the big problem with the I see myself as tan mom, and if you're not going <laughs> to let me affirm that. <laughs> that. When I look in the mirror, I see tan mom. You need to let me affirm that. <laughs> uh, what was the point I wanted to make? The po uh, I don't I forget what well, the point. Oh, 80% oh. of... Oh, it's California, yeah. 80% of kids who experience uh, body dysmorphia or gender dysmorphia, those might be different things, who knows. But I do know that the people who experience that uh, 80% of them grow out of it. And I know a lot of people firsthand who did. There's a woman who works at the Jimmy Dore Show who said that when she was a kid, she was like 11 or 12, and she started to develop breasts. She didn't want them. She wanted to be like her older brother. She Selfish. Wanted, she, always, <laughs> she always wanted to be more like him. She didn't want to be a girl. And she wanted to have her, she didn't want breasts. And she goes, can you imagine now I would have my parent go, well, maybe we should get you on puberty blockers. And maybe we should get. Or a mastectomy. And she goes, no, yeah, or a mastectomy. She goes, well, now I'm glad that I have a gay friend who told me, he said, uh, you know, when I was a kid, I used to like to dress up in my sister's clothing. And my mom caught me. She goes, he goes, thank God it was 25 years ago. And she just sent me to therapy. But now they would have affirmed it and then said I was trans and I wasn't a boy anymore. And they would have put me on. And got, and I, yeah. 
Yeah. He goes, but I, he's the, 100%. The, he says, I'm a cis male gay guy, which is just like being a white supremacist now in LGBTQ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was just actually an article in the Toronto Star yesterday about this uh, family. All So it's a mother, Oh, yeah, father, that's how you post this. Uh, daughter, and then the father and daughter both transitioned, and then then the mother did. Or I don't know. If, but what they're all, the all three. That's what I literally said. I go, yeah. what are the fucking odds of that? You're like, yeah, it's a Halloween costume. Yeah. At that but you're point. like, were you, all right. three of you are trans? Like, not a chance. But it's they're all, impossible. And are there are there any trans people who? Aren't? It's, I mean, it's as possible as all three of you being like Christian or vegan. I guess no. There's no or whatever or maybe not no. not not even because there's people like with medical bo- people with here. with genuine body dysmorphia. It's like point zero percent of people. It's not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you do the so, math. Point zero zero one times point zero zero one times point zero zero one. That's your answer. Not fucking possible. Uh, I forget what I was gonna say. Yeah, like kind of all that stuff a little bit. It kind of, I guess you're sort of the more old school of like left wing. But it's funny because the same of the thing with your ha- saying about the truckers is a lot of the guys who are like the socialist guys. You're, and this happens to the parties too. But you're like, oh, I'm like for the working class, and it was like you hate them. <laughs> you know yeah. I, mean? I always think that's so funny though because they're always they're always going on about like those how limousine liberals who when you, they I always you say, hate those you hate those people and you're claiming your whole thing is about helping them. It's like your worst enemy kind. Of. Yeah. Did you see this the Starbucks union? What they just recently did? What? Where so? Because normally unions used to um, petition for like you know better oh, conditions or whatever, Jesus. and they they organized a walkout at Starbucks over wanting to put up uh, LGBT just yeah. like stuff. In the yeah, store. so that's they the should petition the five dollar fucking lattes down. Well, that's three the thing is like it just the, so it's, it's crazy how unions have switched. Where like that's you used good. to be like we want no. more money, we want more insurance, whatever. And now they're like we just want more. Flags. I mean, if you're the company, so, you'd be like, oh no, no, that's of course what? the flags. They probably Heaven are like, forbid we have like, to put the flag. Right, let's, let's you so know what that is is someone <laughs> infiltrating. Uh, that Psyop. that union that is exactly what that is. So yeah. that's, that's so that's a but, way to divide. But workers. I will say, like Starbucks, for as long as I've been a patron, and I, you know, I go there, they disproportionately hire people who are LGBT. Like for whatever. I reason. think that's who likes being baristas. Oh, whatever. That's fine. I don't. I, that's not my issue. I, but I'm saying, like, I think that is to a degree the will of the that's employees like there. It's just it's misguided. So uh, Christian Smalls uh, is the Amazon uh, organizer who, uh, who organized the union on Staten Island. He's a black guy who used to work at that fulfillment center, and they fired him, and then he organized a union there. And so what I try to tell people is I go, do you, how do you think he did that? Do you think he said, hey, hey, who, who's here against LGBTQ rights? Okay, you're out. Who's, uh, who's a gun nut? Okay, you're out. Who supports Donald Trump? Okay, you're out. Right. That's not how you organize fucking workers and unions. <laughs> What you do is who yeah. who here wants to, because the, all those guys on Staten Island are fucking white Trumpers, yeah. right? And so he got those guys. You, that's not how you organize. He organized by saying, "Hey, we have a common interest. That's all. It's economic and it's class, and we're going to go against the oligarchs Which is and what Jeff Bezos." Always were. And that's what unions are supposed to be. That's supposed to be about economics, and it's not. And so whenever you see an organization that leads with LGBTQ rights, that's a fucking infiltrated organization, and they're phony. Unless, but they're all going L- along with it. Unless though. it's an LGBTQ. 
like Code Pink, right? So they're supposed to be anti-war. We had a big anti-war rally in Washington, D.C. in February, and they didn't go to it because they didn't think that the people who were speaking, enough of them were uh, good on LGBTQ uh, rights. There you go. Okay, so that's not how you... Or, so that shows you that Code Pink is just a bunch of uh, housewives who are fucking at a, a, social, a social organization. Being anti-war yeah. is sort of like that's part of the aesthetic, is. but they're not... I, like, they're not anti-war. They're yes. not. They just want to have people to hang out with. If they really were anti-war, they would have been at that anti-war rally, which just shows they're cosplaying as anti-war people. Sure. That's what that is. Fuck, fuck Code Pink. Right. And um, uh, so that's whenever you see that happening, uh, people leading with the LGBTQ thing. Hey, uh, as far as I can tell, uh, they won their rights not by what they're doing today the way lgbtq got to be considered equal partners in society which they fucking are right now are you kidding right every corporation embraces them the government embraces them the president of the united everybody every prime minister of canada the prime minister of canada everybody so this idea (laughs) does he ever (laughs) you know and so now what they're doing now has nothing to do with equality has nothing to do with gaining rights what they're doing is invading people's spaces and mutilating children and that has nothing to do with fucking anything and that's not lgbtq it really does throw people off the trail though if you get you know what i mean getting arguments about all that stuff absolutely and that's a total distraction from the economic war that's being waged on people that's exactly what this is well there's another on the social stuff there's one more i wanted to hear your opinion on that uh because we always talk about this, but there's a new one where a fat, there's like a fat traveler, and she it's a big uh, yeah. nightmare right now because they basically the the captain came on the intercom and he's like we got a weight issue, so and then, but then made made her made move. Her, and she, she was the imbalance because <laughs> you know they like have to balance the plane. But it's so funny just being like you know 500 pounds and the captain being like oh we're gonna need to do a little rebalancing here. I'm not gonna single out someone, but you probably know who you are. It's right, like so it goes, if anybody's here in uh, two seats, please stand up. <laughs> so it goes, goes on but that's another one where so obviously you know being fat's great and stuff's ridiculous but more importantly like do do you think that there's any solution to how fat people are getting or is it just not going to keep getting worse and with all the it really is like you know if you start looking at the foods you have to try so hard to sort of you know stay away from being fat if you're just a normal person um i feel uh again the explosion of obesity in the United States didn't come because a bunch of people decided to start overeating. Yeah, what happened? What happened was we're all eating fucking processed food and junk food and garbage and that's why we all have these gigantic fridges. If you go to Europe, they have tiny fridges. Yeah. Well, that's a good point. So that they is, have to yeah, go out Smaller and buy, fridges might help. Yeah, smaller yeah, fridges, smaller fridges and you buy fresh food all the time and that's why people aren't as fucking sick in other countries. I mean, the wheat is legitimately different here too. Here's, though. A, like, here's exactly a great point. So in the United States, they p- spray the wheat with glycerol when during COVID I started I would cook and I would get all my pasta from Italy people say that that's a big carbon footprint yeah but they don't spray it with poison yeah so in America we spray all our wheat with the, uh, with glyphosate right uh, if you I mean Bobby Kennedy explained yeah, this yeah, on yeah, my yeah. show what's glyphosate basically like roundup or something yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's 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 a poison and it's supposed to you know get all the bugs off it and everything uh, but that's why and and ever since they started doing shit like that we've had an explosion of uh, uh, gluten oh I, I can't take gluten and then, right yeah uh, so there's all these different things that people are having that they didn't have decades ago and we have now and it's because Monsanto and fucks like that are running our food supply. Yeah. Yeah, I have a friend from If you uh, knew what they did to corn, you would never eat corn. What again. do they do to corn? So they figured out a way 
I like, dude. I do like corn. So oh, this guy loves corn. Oh, you're, you're about to. <laughs> it's really, my favorite food. Why am I going to a deep depression? A cup of corn. They, they figured out. This was explained to me by Bobby Kennedy. They they figured out a way to genetically modify corn, so you can fucking spray glyphosate on it, and it doesn't kill it. Yeah. Kills everything else except that corn. And All the bugs. Okay, so their right. argument about it is this is how we make better, cheaper food. H- higher and yields, less people will be And less people will be in poverty. That's kind of the argument, yeah, right? Yeah, but uh, I think but that, that would be their argument. In so. America, in America, 46%. There's no real people. reason for that because there's not a poverty we issue went, in America. We went from 6% people having chronic type. illness to 46% having chronic illness. And it's because of people like Montana when they're poisoning our food. And they're also poisoning. They're putting high, high, that, what, what, that corn syrup shit. They put the it in every syrup. high yeah, fructose yeah. corn syrup, which is also fucking poison, also comes from corn. And they put it in every... It's in bread. It's a full-on attack against you for, from every angle. Well, it's, <laughs> well, I think what it really is is just like it's all these companies who operate for profit. And they're trying to That's just right. maximize profit. These are all corporations and trying to maximize so they cut every corner. They're like, look, sugar's expensive. High fructose corn syrup is cheap. Okay, but I think that if you talk to, for example, that... Uh, David Friedman what's his name? Friedberg? Like Friedberg. That guy worked at uh, Monsanto, Monsanto, right? Yeah. And he... T- tells a different version sure. of it which you know it doesn't sound insane that you know this is how we were able to you know produce in uh, like amounts of food that raise so much people out of poverty that's the argument yeah, right? yeah i understand that. same yeah. thing you might make about pollution in places like india or china or whatever right um but then what we were talking about sort of well just look into oh, yeah. it and you'll find out well, well, I, mean, I, I think i'm like, more on with the like just the wheat going back to the wheat thing like my friend is uh his family's all from germany and they'll come over to like canada and they're just like we can't eat like the wheat products oh like, they're not re- their stomachs them, like, aren't ready for that it makes them like ill and like, it makes me ill. I do yeah. feel like I'm always feeling a little bit sick from food. And like elevated, like inflation or inflammation, not inflation. Yes, inflammation, inflammation markers. They just, they just feel, they come here and they eat the same shit and they feel bad. Like that. And, and the only person who's talking about it is Bobby Kennedy. And the yeah. only person who wants to do anything about it is Bobby Kennedy. He's so got some fucking that's up. a good platform to be like, I'm going to fix this food shit. Yeah, you know what's not a good platform? The fucking CIA killed my uncle and my dad. <laughs> <laughs> I think that is a good plan. I mean, I guess, except for that, I like, I don't know if you just call. I, I guess he's saying they're so brazen. Vivek's being like, you're all fired the minute I'm in. <laughs> That's a, that's a crazy. That's a more brave platform. I mean, too, the I reason guess. why they're allowing Bobby Kennedy, they are. I mean, they're the media assault on him is. I is have, he your favorite guy right now? No. Okay, who's your favorite candidate? I mean, I I, 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 don't. I, you don't I, really have a good one. I'm pushing on Cornell. I like Cornell West for a lot of reasons. Um, although Cornell West fell down pretty hard on COVID, just like the Green Party did on RussiaGate and COVID and stuff. So I mean, uh, you know, I give people a bit of a pass on that if they're older. I've always been a, I've always been a fan. I'm going to interview Cornell on September 6th, so I'll ask him what he has to say about that, and hopefully he changed his mind. Yeah, maybe on that. Like I was off because on if that. you can't get COVID right, then there's, uh, that's a big deal, man. That's a that was an assault on uh, the, the globe, not only the, but but it was assault on our civil rights. It was assault on my bodily autonomy. It was uh, it was criminal act. Who, assault on who your intelligence. Who did get it right? Who did, who, who who got po- COVID? DeSantis. Right? Yeah. COVID? Yeah. COVID. I mean, he DeSantis. Did, DeSantis got it more right, but he did all... Like, did anybody nail it? What but, do you mean? No. And as far as no. Florida, didn't they a little bit? Just being they like, got we're it. not doing all this shit. They, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. They, they got it, obviously, in terms of That was his uh, thing that he did, that, why everyone likes him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he was definitely... I meant giving, more on not a state level. I meant more He was definitely good. giving people monoclonals, yeah. and uh, you couldn't get monoclonals in blue... It was harder to get monoclonals in blue states than it was in red states. What the fuck? 
That's cra- And that's a real treatment for COVID, which I don't know how to understand how they kept their emergency use authorization for their vaccines when everybody knew they had monoclonals, what actually treat, uh, treats COVID. That's why Trump and Chris Christie, when they got COVID, they didn't get sick and they didn't die because they got monoclonals and yeah. they didn't tell anybody that they were giving people Oh, Chris Christie did it on the DL? Yeah. All of them. Maybe he didn't know. They just put it in one of his burgers and the burger <laughs> disappeared. <laughs> so, again, we've been lied to on a scale uh, that our brains can't comprehend. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I, I really, uh, I, I'm looking forward to talking with Cornell West on September 6th. And um, I, I, I hope, you know, he has, he needs better messaging as far as I can tell. I think Cornell West, I, I, I agree with almost everything he says. And I, I uh, personally, I know he has integrity. And um, so that's important, right? And he does see the game that's being played by both corporations, right? Uh, his messaging is not good, as far as I can tell. And I offered to help him with it, and I've silenced. So yeah. uh, I offered to do fundraising for him. I've silenced. So uh, they don't want anything. It doesn't seem like the Green Party and, and them want anything to do with me. So good luck to them. Do you see any... Because I know that it sounds like a lot of uh, doom a bit, but like... Even the fact that people like you are getting so popular, I feel like a lot of people are sort of in the last little bit like normal people being like, they're all fucking liars. I feel yeah, like that course. sentiment sort of popped off. Do you see that as positive or do you think it's still I think that's matter? very positive. You have to stop listening to the establishment and know that they're all liars for anything to happen. And that's why a lot of people uh, who now are fans of mine don't agree with me politically, but they appreciate that I don't demonize them as another American. I don't think that they're the problem and that we share a common enemy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And they appreciate that when I say something, they know I mean it and I'm not lying. And so that's all they want. That's all anybody wants, right? And so, and, and that's my message uh, to possible to argue with someone when you're just like it's well it's bad faith yeah you go what's the point of this you're talking to this person and so we've all been uh, lied to i was lied to by bernie sanders and the democratic party i was lied to by barack obama and that's why i'm more critical of the democrats than i am of the i don't spend much time criticizing the republicans i do criticize them uh what but do you think their biggest problem is and yeah why same thing they're all they're, they're all cool. you think that one's more of a given to you is that is that the reason yeah, where it's like it's everyone like, already thinks that, so there's no point exactly, saying? Yeah, it. it's like, uh, do you really need me to criticize Trump again? Is that what you guys? Right. Do? Where, where else you, of that? you covered it. Where else could you possibly get that? <laughs> it's been covered. So I'm my my mission has always been at my show to expose that that both parties work for the same people, and the Democrats aren't the lesser of two evil. That's a lie, and so that's my mission at my show, and so that's why I focus on the Democrats because I was a Democrat and I didn't get betrayed by the Republicans. I got betrayed by the Democrats. Yeah, it feels like do you do you do you think and we'll wrap up and uh, maybe after this, but the um, do you feel like you notice that the the like conservatives online have gotten like more puritanical and like in the last little bit? How, how so? Well, just even the movements of like let's say porn's bad or uh, you know there should be more censorship on you I know the they're... other side. It does feel like uh, the reaction to you know the last six years is going to result in like it kind of went through sort of a like what happens in the republicans post trump it might just go back to sort of a more puritanical thing or do you not see that am i imagining that i mean i don't i hope not uh i thought that uh the right wing online i see it a little bit what when i when i see the 
I mean, maybe. I mean, you know, uh, there's there's crazy uh, Republicans, there's crazy Democrats, yeah. there's pop, there's people who want to censor on both sides of the aisle. In fact, they do. So uh, I think we have to f- stand up to the establishment. And um, it's weird how uh, traditional liberal, uh, which is what I consider myself, but well, cl- traditional liberal or an old school liberal, uh, those values that we used to think were values. Uh, now aren't anymore like we used to think freedom of speech right no censorship that was a value they've completely flipped it was a pole shift it was and like a legitimate like the pole shift yes it was like they just swapped it was like so now you're if like, you're what? For, so i've seen comedians on stage say i don't you know if you're for free speech because you're a right winger what i thought americans are supposed to be for free speech Absolutely. now that's now that's considered a pejorative to say you're for freedom and of it was speech. like the left cared about the kids Right. And now it's the right that cares now about it. Now it's the, the right that it's exactly right. right. It was like it totally, like uh, so many things. I think flipped. everyone always uses the kids to get what they want. That's the number one. No, way but it was like, like think of the children. No, but always. the right, because the right what was you, being, what? was basically considered the people who were like, you know, the religious people and the religious ones, like in the churches, were the ones who were abusing the kids. And so it was the left were like pointing their fingers over. And now it's sw- switched. Yeah, the but the, you could. I, I, I know what you mean, but okay, who was trying to get Marilyn Manson away from kids or whatever? There's always been like we need to keep you know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel was, like that was Al Gore. I just feel wife. like mm-hmm. the best way to get moms on, the best way to get moms on board with politics is to make it about the kids, and I yeah. think that's why it's always like an effective thing. So the interesting thing about that was like like during COVID, like masking kids. So everybody said that they were trying to, they were acting in the interest of kids, but it turns out the people who wanted to mask kids were not acting in the interest of kids, and they had no interest in getting informed about it. And the people who wanted to keep schools closed down, they said they were doing it in the interest of kids. Well, maybe they don't want to actually help the kids. They want to look like they think they care about That's it. They kids. want a virtue yeah. signal. People who are wearing masks today, they're virtue signaling, or they've been completely brainwashed, because we all know... Before- you should put a fucking clown paint on instead of your mask. <laughs> Before COVID and at, during COVID and after COVID, there's never been science that says masking works for an airborne virus. It doesn't work at population level. It doesn't work. And we all knew in June of 2021, Andy Slavitt, who was Joe Biden's chief uh, in charge of COVID response, he tweeted out, this is before Om- Omicron. He tweeted out the Delta uh, COVID is so contagious that everyone is going to be infected. He said that in June of 2021. No one, it's like no one heard him say it. Yeah. I heard him say it, and I would show it on my show over and over and over. And I'm like, <laughs> why, do you, why do you want to mandate someone else get a vaccine if the guy in charge of the vaccine thing said everyone's going to get it anyway? Why do you want to make it mandated? And nobody had a fun, they, they would say stupid things like, oh, well, hospital beds. We have to, no, the answer to more that we don't have enough hospital beds for sick people in the richest country in the world is more fucking hospital beds, not forcing people to take an experimental gene therapy with no long-term studies yeah. that's not the answer to an economic problem yeah you remember in china right at the beginning of covid too when they were putting up hospitals once a week like in a, in a week like they built a, a whole week, hospital like brand, new, Boom, fucking brand hospital. new hospital yeah that's crazy jimmy Dore, everyone yeah. great rants actually when we told you we were having her on our buddy jj sent us your rant on tucker carlson was actually pretty far <laughs> <laughs> you're cooking <laughs> well you know i just don't when i go if i get on corporate news i don't let them talk i just yeah, yeah. I, I make them stop me they're yelling in my ear when I'm, <laughs> oh really they're oh, saying shut yeah, up they're just, like okay okay you just take right. the earpiece out. you have to stop you, you have can't to stop. take it anymore no more <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah dude this is coming out uh friday by the way which is when your show is right yeah so are I, they sold out or yep. do you have a 
Uh, First show sold out. You have some left for the second one? Second, 10 p.m. show at the Gramercy Theater. There's still tickets available for the second That'd be great. New York, and then um, the Jimmy Dore Show three days a week with Kurt, who's, you know, friend of the pod. Love yeah, he's one of my favorites. Too. Yeah, he's hilarious. So I know. I'm, I'm real uh, lucky to have Kurt on. No, that's show. great that you guys are doing it together. It's a good duo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, he was one of those guys who, uh, uh, he didn't real. He, he said, I didn't know there were liberals like you out there. That's what he said. I thought they were all, and so that was real, I took it as a compliment, and so we, we, could, we can work together really well. Hell yeah. yeah. All right, this has been the Boys Cast. <laughs>